My name is Jake. And my name is Emily. And, and this, this is Feels Like, like the, the First Time podcast. podcast. The ongoing podcast adventures where I get to experience watching movies for the first time all over again vicariously through Emily, who has literally seen no movies ever. Hey, I've seen some movies. Sure you have. And we're back. And we're back. We never really left. Wait. Or did what we? are we back from? I don't know. For another episode of Feels Like the First Time. Oh. You remember we have a podcast. Uh, we've got so many things. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not busy at all. Everything's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. What all? What? 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 What, what is going on? How have you been? What's going on? Brain, no work. Your brain's not working. Turned off. That ain't gonna, that's not going to work with the episode today, Brain then. Brain off. Oh, no. Good night. You are dead. Dead. <laughs> you have died of dysentery. Ah. <laughs> okay, um, I'm not dead. Good. No, no, no. Things are good. Um, Things are in the works. Yeah. 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 Just scheming. A few irons in the fire, which are melting. I don't know. <laughs> What's out? What, what happens? Yeah. You put the iron in the fire. What's the next step? I think like... Like... Welding, welding, and for, forging battle yeah. axes or something. Yeah, or like maybe it's an iron you use to to iron your clothes. I don't think that's what it is. Well, yeah, but it could be. It could be. Could be anything. Anything could be anything if you and believe it, enough. No. Yeah. Oh, what's no. that thing that I posted on <laughs> on Facebook? <laughs> Hold you on. post so much. I, I, I legitimately have no idea I, which one you're referring to. I I have to pull it up because it's is just so true to my soul. Are you ready? It's a picture of this dude. On a chair, the chair <laughs> is on the ground the wrong way. Okay. Like the legs are up, the the back of the chair is on the ground, upside oh, down. It's an upside, and he's like got his arms on the back of the chair and his knees on like the rung under, like connecting the the legs. I'll post this on our on our Instagram. I think you're gonna have to, on. yeah. And at the top it says the nothing itself nothings and then it says you aren't doing it wrong if no one knows what you are doing <laughs> that and is if that isn't my life I, I feel that more than i want to yeah no it's it's i i don't know if you saw this one no <laughs> oh my god okay yeah. yeah 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 that's perfect um it is very much how i live my life like i don't know what i'm doing so nobody can tell me i'm wrong if i don't know what's up i mean you're you're not wrong yeah so um so so speaking of of which in addition to all the i i I, we get we have some creative things that we're doing that's going to be a very busy next month uh that we're like very much talking around and not talking about like working in every vein of creativity that we love for the most part um, do we want to talk about those projects? Well, I mean, I we, we like kind of mentioned in one, like, okay, so yeah, we're, we're, we're making a feature We're we're developing yeah. a feature and, uh, and I'm going to be directing a play now, uh, all within the span of like the next month or so. It's so going to be fine. And I'm, I'm assisting with the play in whatever capacity I'm needed. And then like, I'm, I guess I'm producing and acting in this little feature. You guess correctly yes but uh yeah so we've been location scouting and now <laughs> casting for the play and it's it's uh whoo busy and it's we're doing this podcast so um and I'm in but it's two all bands fun stuff now, and emily's in two <sighs> bands and um we've had a we've yeah. had a really fun stretch uh 
going back to the focus of this yeah, podcast yeah. wise hey, lately did you know we have a podcast we do uh no but we we got to jump on uh with uh three of our favorites on <gasps> yes. the interwebs uh we were on with uh genre geeks uh kind of put this together we but it was uh, genre geeks i'd like a refund podcast on the madden mark movie show and we uh will totally link to all these guys because we love them uh we did a podcast a symbol like our first episode it was, was like, like the uh, avengers the, the avengers like a mega mega ultra podcast collaboration and we did like this epic three-hour podcast over the weekend oh and gosh. it was so much fun it was so much fun it i listened back um at work the other day like i i was going in between tasks and listening on and off Aww. and i was just like dying laughing. it's it it's so like it was fun. we had so much fun doing that it was and, a blast and a half and we get to uh we're also jumping on <gasps> This week, well, by the time this episode is out, this I, this I think this will be out the, the, be out the, the same time out as that. Uh, we are also over on uh, Genre Geeks uh, show talking about the movie yeah. that we are about, about to, to watch, watch and review. Well, <laughs> not review, watch and discuss right now that I've already seen, but Emily hasn't. Yeah. Uh, the this is kind of interesting because we haven't really done it this way yet. Yeah, and not this and not is, for we we've never done a new release. We've done yeah. recent films like not like old classics, but never like this is like the newest release we've done yeah. for the show. But it and we didn't even really manipulate it like this. It just so happened that Jake got to see this first. Yeah, you were out of town and I rented it because uh, as it we'll talk about it. in a minute, yeah. I was like I it was right up my my alley and I had to. And then uh we were uh planning on collabing on an episode uh jumping and guesting over on Genre Geek show and uh this just kind of became the one that we picked and I was like we were like perfect. So um we are going to dive into the uh brand new Nicholas Cage masterpiece. I said what I said. He did. He Pig. said it. We are going to be watching Pig, and we're going to be talking about Pig here, but also on Genre Geek. So, uh, yay! Double episode, uh, awesomeness. It's double. It's it's the sexiest double feature to ever hit the damn internet. So, uh, you ever make hear sure... of a double stuff Oreo? <laughs> this is just like that. Double stuff. Double so, stuff. Uh, get, uh, get ready, and uh, hopefully you enjoy our show. Uh, but also make sure to check out uh, Genre Geeks and us on their uh, gabbing with them. It's, it should be a good yeah. time. We're, so, we haven't recorded that one yet at the no. time that we're recording this episode. But, but we're getting uh, it tomorrow. Yes. So, um, yeah, this is going to be fun. Yes. This is going to be fun. Uh, we get to talk about Pig a lot this week. So, um, you know that I am unironically, like, one of the biggest Nicolas Cage fans uh, in the history of ever I, I know fucking this. love him. Yes. Um, I was so, so hyped for this movie. Uh, I I love it. It is, it is, uh, it's right up there. It's like, okay, Where does my, it my rank favorite for you. My like favorite this thing year? this year, it's weird because some people are like, it's not a film. I consider it a film, but uh, Bo Burnham's Inside is still yeah. my number one of the year. But this is like, if I wanted to call a tie between that and this, this would be like my Ooh. favorite film. So, like, right now I have yeah. it ranked as number two, but honestly, they can share a slot. I like, yeah. I love this film okay. i'm very curious to see what you think what do you know about it i know i've shown you the trailer well I think. it's uh i have seen the trailer okay. i know it has to do with um nicholas cage was a chef and now he lives in the woods and he has a truffle pig which are pigs that can sniff out truffle mushrooms and then someone steals it and that's the really you that's all you need to know yeah and then i i I can't decide in my mind if it's going to be like a thriller or if it's a drama or both or if there's like 
comedy aspects. I don't think there is, but I, I feel like it's going to be a little bit of all of that, but we're going to get our heartstrings tugged a little bit. Um, I have a feeling this pig is more like a pet than a work animal for Nicholas's, Nicholas's cages, <laughs> Nicholas cages character. Um, I'm just interested. The, and it's the, the way you're setting this up when you're describing it, the, I mean, all these are all the right questions to yeah. ask, but the way that you're talking, I remember thinking like, is this going to be like a John Wick thing or something? Uh, Yeah. Well, I think we thought that when we watched the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. You're right. Like, I remember that now. Oh, dang. Is he um, going to go all John Wick on these people who took his pig? I'm not telling you anything. Well, um, I know it's going to have nothing to do with this, but when I hear pig, I think of... um. Oh no. This Neil LeBute. No, it just happened. It happened like <laughs> around 1 p.m. this afternoon. I had it's to like, like uh, film. It's like quarter to eight in the evening I right know. now when we were recording. I had to so. film a little video for work, which is something that I often have to do. Um, yeah. And like. And then we had to meet up and go location words, scouting and we've been running around. like right now. Oh, As no. I'm doing these videos, I'm like trying not to yawn because it's like videos for kids and I'm trying to hype them up. Um, and I'm just yawning through my words. So this has been happening all day, Belinsky. Mm-hmm. Sir. That's why that's why that's hey. why you came home with coffee. Yes. <laughs> why am I still yawning? Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh no. And uh, anyway, um Oh, okay. So it makes me think of this play. Oh yeah, um, Neil Labute. You were talking Neil about Neil Labute's play, um, Fat Pig. Which which I've heard of, but I have not read or Ooh. seen. Ooh, do you know the plot? No, I know Ooh. I know it'll be like I love uh, Shape of Things, and uh, there's another one. Help me out. There's another one of his that I like. I, I'm blanking. Uh, 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 name his uh, place. Name some of his uh, work. Uh, so Shit. Shape of Things, uh, Fat Pig is one. Um, he has one that. It's like Kids in Trouble. You would like it, but I always forget the name of it. You know what? I might be thinking... For some reason, they're drastically different. I think I might be thinking of... Mammoth? Yeah. I don't know why, because I should well, not confuse those two. I feel two. like they uh, they didn't come up around the same time, but I, I could see your reasoning there, because they have that style where... You know where they do the little uh, train track uh, things in the dialogue where you're supposed to interrterrupt the other person? Yeah, yeah. That that's something that they both do. Where so, like they kind of write how people naturally yeah, talk, which is yeah, strange yeah. to read. So yeah, if, for those of you who are not familiar um, with the works of, uh, or the specifically the plays of David Mamet and Neil Labute, I'm very familiar with one, but uh, <laughs> the, the pilot, the pilot flying the plane. I yeah, I, I, the one time I acted, uh, I got asked to act in, uh, and I don't act. I'm a director. On stage, but, uh, on, on stage, stage, you've acted in other stuff. Yeah, but like little cameos. I do like the whole like Hitchcock thing. Regular <laughs> and a whole cameos commercial about but, beer. Yeah, well, okay, every okay, little things, but I'm like mm, side thing. But okay, but I got asked to act in uh, Oleana, which is a two person oh play by Mamet, and I'm like, he was so great. You sure about yeah. that? That was you're, you're that sure was rough. about that. You sure about that? That's why. You sure about that? That's us why. <laughs> But you killed it. But I had a job that I loved. <laughs> she asked me to marry her. Can you I believe didn't even it? Want to. I didn't even want to. But she's beautiful. <laughs> but she's, she's dying. dying. <laughs> she's holding on, but she's getting. She's getting. But tell the kid. If if you comment and on I don't this live episode, a, and I don't live in a hotel. <laughs> I've got triples of the Nova. <laughs> triples, tri- triples is best because if if that's not true, then the other stuff I said isn't true. Right, right. right? Tell sure. the kid. Triples of the Roadrunner, 
triples of the no <laughs> triples of a if barracuda. you know what we're talking about comment about it it is it is my it instagram is or Facebook outside post. of bo burnham's inside that that is my favorite thing on netflix i don't care it it's, it's the funniest thing and i love it na, 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 na. anyway um Baby, 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 <laughs> <laughs> baby, 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 babe. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, we just have all these deep cuts. It's fine. Anyway, it's, it's fine. Um, so and for those like, what the of you, fuck are you talking about? Like, know, if, you, if you've I'm seen so it, sorry. if you don't know, then you that's not know. If you if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway. Well, then you might know. Um, anyway, back on track. Speaking of train tracks and so <laughs> people, right? <laughs> Scandal oh wow! Shanks the railway cat. Cameron, <laughs> so, that's for you, buddy. Oh, Cameron. For you. What up, Cameron? Hey, friend. Okay. Oh, anyway, I'd um, like a refund. Huh, 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 I'm just giving uh, shout outs to our friends. Anyway. Okay. Okay. okay um, continue. Sorry. Those of you who are not familiar with the works of David Mamet and Neil the Butte, um, whenever, especially their plays, whenever you read them, sometimes the dialogue has these start and stops. That they have these moments where you'll see. Um, little slashes like the backslash or forward slash that indicates that at that point in the other person's dialogue the next person is supposed to begin what they say so they're like talking over each other which feels really naturalistic you think that it's like an interactive kind of dual dialogue yeah Yeah. it's something that when you read it or if um, you're just diving into it for the first time, it will feel unnatural. But whenever it gets polished and you are performing it, um, it feels so natural. It seems like it's an accident. Uh, almost. It could seem like it's an accident, like you're interrupting somebody. Um, so it's it's just interesting. It's interesting um to read it's interesting to see uh like when we saw jake and oleana um he he had a lot of these stuttery moments like the what about the land the land yes the land no 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 and there's like a specific amount amount of nose that that he has to hit because it's in the script if that makes sense I, I would say uh, pick up Oleana to read. That's a really nice, like, fun conversation starter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was. So anyway, uh, about was, Pig. Should we go one. watch that it? Was rough. Okay, yeah. Anyway, hey, sorry. Hey, I'm like, I'm, you're taking like, me down memory lane thinking about that. Because that was. Is this like Babe? Big chunk. Huh? Is this of like my Babe? Life at the time. Is it like Babe? Is it like Babe? Like, the that, pig? like that'll do Pig, Babe? Yeah. That'll do Pig. Uh, no. Is it oh, like oh God, no. Charlotte's no, no. Web? No, no. No, 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 no. Is it um, like... There's one other pig movie that I don't remember the name. Saw? No! <laughs> What's no. to do with the pig head? Jared Leto. <laughs> yes, that's different. Is this Jared Leto? You, why do you keep... You always bring it back to Jared Leto. I just, <laughs> Every time. Like, this is like the, you can make a <laughs> drinking game over how many times you bring up Jared Leto in our podcast. I love it. He's just like so pretty... And he's fascinating, he but also very what the fuck. But also, yeah. Like his Met Gala outfit. Oh, my <laughs> he's God. He's just carrying his own severed head. <sighs> that's kind of, I'm not going to lie. That's kind of awesome. Anyway, um, yeah. So, so, okay, so do sorry, you want to watch Pig? Uh, we, we got some tangents out yeah. of the way because that's sort of what we do. But yeah. like, you ready to check it out? Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's go watch this thing. And then, uh, then we will be right back yeah, again. We'll, we'll be back. Goodbye. And we're back. You're 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 kind of back. Come back, come 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 back, Em. Come I back to the mic. I just gotta hold my little baby cat. You had to grab a kitty cat. Yeah. Um. 
Is that because of how your heart feels after watching this movie? Yeah, it's your baby. Well, okay, so so uh, so so you got to experience Pig now. This is my second viewing. Your first. Uh, this is a million dollar obvious question. What did you think? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm having a scotch. Um, I'm having a bourbon. Um, a rye, actually. A rye whiskey. But yes. Okay. Anyway. Um it just it it um in a nutshell <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell um humans are so complicated but moments of art elevate us um and can bring us back to our better selves. I like that. And remind us that we shouldn't just be terrible to each other well that's more than mildly profound and beautiful yeah i like that um i think that's a good takeaway from the film this uh when i when i watched this um i was like "Ooh, this looks like not just cool but actively like really good and yay nicholas cage but i wasn't um i honestly wasn't prepared for what the movie was going to be like it is not what i was expecting because i know we talked briefly before you were like didn't know what to expect other mm-hmm. than someone took his pig like did, did this this in any way go the way that you thought it was going I to i did not expect to see an underground chef's fight club yeah that <laughs> caught me off guard but i was here for it i was here for it too um and then i wonder like how much of that is real? Because I could totally see in Portland there being an underground chef chef fight club, food fight club, if you will. I love it. <laughs> nice. Um but I don't know. I don't I um I don't know that I could say cause as much as I wanted to think like, oh, it's gonna be like John Wickian. Um Good. Oh, you need to trademark that. John Wickian. I like John that. John Wickian. As much as I wanted it to be John Wickian, I think I knew going in um, that it was not going to be that. It wasn't going to be this like revenge kind of movie. And it ended up being it, about it, love. But, but it, it does have that, that revenge thriller vibe to it. But you're right. Yeah. It is about love and art. And I, I uh, <laughs> it's a very, it's a slow burn. Yeah. Like, uh, despite only being, I think, like, uh, what is it, 96 minutes? Let's see if my memory serves me correctly. At 92 minutes, according to IMDb. Um, it's a, it, it's a very patient film. Like, what, yeah. what, what, I mean, it's gorgeously shot. Like, I love the look of this film. It's but, very but beautiful. I think it's, uh, and, uh, I would say, yeah, I, I think it's a fair statement. My, uh, Michael Sarnowski, the director, I feel like it, it has very, like, thoughtful and pensive direction about the film like yeah. like it, it's uh it it's like it feels like controlled chaos because the, it feels like uh, the, i mean our protagonist like his life is kind of spiraling out of control and yeah. you know it's ultimately it's unexpectedly it's this beautiful film about loss to me oh. and trying to find your place in the world when loss has broken you down to like who am I? What do I have left? Like, like when when you feel like you have when nothing left to lose and everything's taken it, away. Who are you? Yeah. Where do you fit? And it's just like waiting and existing. And you see that in moments like I mean, I have all these notes of things I want to talk about. And yeah, I, me you too. have a shit ton of notes, but <laughs> like 
but uh, uh, like the, the the scene where he's talking to Amir and he's talking about uh, uh, the the earthquake and the tidal wave that's gonna. Yeah. And he, he says those that are left will just be waiting, and this affects all of us. And it's like, are you talking about literally an earthquake and a tidal wave and the apocalypse and the end of the world? Or are you talking about how grief feels? Like, or like, like how, how affect- life is fleeting? Yeah, and, and you none need of to us do the thing that you want to do. Right, and, and none yeah. of none of us none of us can escape that. And and you know, like when you're talking about the thing that you need to do, being like some form of expression or art. Like to me, the film is very much about like art and purpose to a degree. I don't think that's mm-hmm. its sole I think narrative. It is. But 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 I you know, like it's, him it's definitely as, one of the driving factors. Right, like, and him as a chef, in, like that, yeah. his food is his art, his yeah, craft yeah. of how he I, and cre- I, what he creates. I think that you could call it art like it arguably like if people are like oh chefs aren't artists is like no like i'm sorry that you haven't had a meal so beautiful you wanted to shed a tear like they're they which, are artists which this movie dives into head fucking first yeah um yeah okay, okay. I, I i have a lot of notes that i want to discuss but i feel like i'll just try to work them in in and around you so like you you start because i, I have a lot oh, of thoughts and observations you, but really as we do on the show like i, I want to hear <laughs> what you have to say didn't you say you had trivia for me or are you saving that for later oh well I, okay i could read this this sort of jumps ahead so we can talk oh, about we, we can talk we about can this wait. no we can talk about this out of order because it's an interesting but, point but would you like to wait or do you want to know i want to know okay i just feel like this is kind of up your alley um okay. It is uh, well, it's I mean, like, there's little things too. like uh, shooting the film took only 20 days. Uh, I'm going to ramp up to this. Uh, in a, a Q&A, uh, director Michael Sarnowski revealed that the pig only had three days of training. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, the budget was so small that they couldn't hire a trained pig. And it bit Nicolas Cage multiple times. Aww. Uh, after a particularly nasty bite, uh, Cage apparently joked, I've been set on fire. I've been flipped. I've been in flipped cars, but it'll be sepsis from a pig bite that takes me or that kills me. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was very funny. That is um, very funny. So, th- I mean, like, you know, low budget, 20 days. And, like, this this film was done pretty pretty quick. Um, I And minimalist. I think it's a very minimalist uh, approach to, yeah. to, to the film. But you have a... Was uh, it filmed during the pandemic or was it filmed before? Bah, bah, bah. I actually don't know when shooting mm. happened. Um, so I was going to say I could it's dig like, a little bit. Yeah, that's okay. But that's I'm okay. not sure. Um so, uh, da, 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 da. our friends at Genre Geeks might know, and we might be I mean, like, I yeah, well, we, well, I can look at learning it later. about but, that um, right now. Okay, so, uh, uh, Chef uh, Fenway and 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 Rob, uh, the 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 dude uh, Derek, remember the the guy at the the the, the one the, the, Eurydice, the, the, yeah, Eurydice, the, yeah, the speech where uh, which I want to talk about, but cart before the horse, where, where Cage is leaning forward, uh, Rob, his character is mm-hmm. leaning forward, and he's saying, "You're not real." None of this is real, the, and and we get very. Uh, what's the, what's the, we we don't get a lot of things to really care about that whole yeah. scene, which I love that line. Um, okay, so the I'm just gonna read this off IMDb. Uh, Chef Fenway and Rob meet at the Hestia and Fenway's new restaurant. It is called the Eurydice. It is a reference to the struggle shared by every character in Pig. Either they can look backwards and despair at their lost passions. Or look forward and experience the terror that it might already be gone forever. Towards the end of the film, Robin, Rob, uh, muses to Amir that if he'd never looked for his pig, she would still be alive in his mind. Which, tears, we have to talk about that. But um, finally, the character who took that from him is functionally equivalent to Hades, who keeps a wife as a prisoner in a state of undeath. Just like Alan Arkin's character did. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's like Adam Arkin. I'm sorry, Adam Arkin. My bad. Uh, 
So, so like, like I kind of feel like with those names, like, because I know you're. I'm thinking of you in Hades Town and all your love. And like Orpheus you're, you're, and Eurydice. Yeah, like I um, feel like there's a Greek, lot of metaphor happening here. It's a Greek tragedy, um, most recently brought to us in the form of Hades Town, a Broadway musical that's really lovely. It's got some like, I don't know, I, I want to call it bluegrassy. It's um, got some like New Orleans style music and maybe some bluegrassy and uh, music mm-hmm. in there. Just really soulful music of hardworking people um in this musical it's an adaptation of Eurydice um she and at least this adaptation um she is working hard in the Dust Bowl era (laughs) but you know this is a Greek tragedy too so like imagine like she's working hard in um Greece in the sure 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 sure. pits or whatever and um Orpheus is a songwriter or he's a poet um he plays the liar <laughs> and he's not a liar but he plays the liar l-y-r-e l-y-r-e oh okay, um, okay, okay. and um he's good friends with hermes and his mother was a muse okay okay, okay. anyway so um eurydice is like how are we gonna put food on the table like we need to we need to do something um and she gets lured into Hades world um cuz he's like in in Hades town he's like this industrialist and he he's like oh i can provide this life i have this electricity i have this um i have this uh, our people don't starve like come with me and be my songbird Hey, little songbird, and um, you'll never starve. And she's like, how am I to make this choice? And she ends up going with Hades, leaving her love. And then he follows her into hell to try to bring her back. And Hades allows it after hearing this beautiful song. But he says there is a catch. You can't look back to see if she's there behind you. If you look back, then she will be mine forever she'll be damned to hell forever essentially um and he gets scared and he looks back because of course human nature of, of course of course he would yeah of course yeah you do. so um i it is so i love that they they tied that in because uh, especially in that scene uh, in the restaurant the eurydice restaurant that talking about like oh what was your dream like and he was fighting so hard to like not crack his facade yeah right? it, like, like, it, like it almost feels like surreal the way that that plays out because he's yeah. you know he's like what you when i fired you i love i love nicholas cage's character in this where he's like i remember yeah. every meal i ever cooked which hang on that's the scene later but uh when yeah. he, he's like Oh, I remember. He's like, "Yeah, I fired you because you because you overcooked the pasta." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, "He's like, but when he I, remembered yeah. what he's like. He's like, he like when you, when you said you wanted to do this, what you wanted to start, he wanted to start a pub, right? Yeah, an Irish uh, pub, traditional, traditional English English pub. pub. He's yeah. like, nobody wants that around here. He's like, what was going to be your special dish? And he had it on deck, like it's like scotch eggs with curry, yeah, mustard, and then just starts cracking. Like he, yeah. the facade cracks it's and like, he laughs. And but but it's like Nicholas Cage, that whole scene where he. In that scene, he's he just dead stare, not blinking at all, looking at him, saying, "You're not real. None of this is real. Why do you care about these people? They 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 don't know they don't know who you are because you don't show them." And it's like this person that settled into 
basically settled. They they gave up on their dream and they're doing what they're supposed to. But 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 there's well, the, there's the smoke and mirrors of this really fancy yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say and, it's like the the cutting edge technique. It's a thing like oh you know it's really interesting for people to try this. It's a yeah. deconstruction. It's like this over. It's like an overproduced right but, kind but, of and, thing. And in him doing that, it kind of feels like you're looking at like the, like the, this art, this fancy hoity toity like dish, and he's just like it's almost like looking at. A painting on a gallery wall and then just ripping the canvas and looking behind it and be like it's just it's just fabric on wood like like it's not anything like well, he, he's but him saying like it doesn't matter and, and i there was a there was an interesting thing that i read uh oh it says uh, like rob meets with a uh, finway uh, derek that character at the mm-hmm. restaurant uh, which has a, the whole thing you said the menu is based on deconstructed dishes but in the scene rob is actually deconstructing chef and way <laughs> in, in that seat so it, it's, yeah. al- it's almost like you talk about like art imitating life like I, there's there's a lot and I'm, I'm i noticed it more on the second viewing there's like so many layers to each scene there's not a scene in the movie that doesn't have a purpose to me yeah yeah well in um in that moment i i do want to say i don't think it's trying to say that things on the cutting edge aren't art or aren't good but if you have something that you you're passionate about, no matter what it is, it doesn't matter if you think there's not an audience for it. You should follow that to your best ability. It's, that's right? like your like, authentic self, right? And and it or yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a a a version of what defines you. I think. And you know, there's like a whole. I don't. Oh, excuse me. Oh no. No, I'm fine. Um. <laughs> I, I know nothing about running a business, like literally, like, or running a restaurant at all. But, like, I know how I feel you're, when I go you're, to. You're, you're, an, pretty, you're pretty great at helping run a podcast. Among other things. I think uh, you're great. But anyway, well, yes, keep going. I mean, like, the ins and outs, uh, outs of a. An industry like that. I don't know. I don't know about that. Oh, yeah. That. yeah. It's like, run a restaurant. Like, but, I don't like, know how to eat at one, but okay. I can tell you that. You can have just as good of a meal at a really authentic, good English or Irish pub, like as you would at. Give me a greasy another... roadside diner any well, day of the week. And here's the thing: like, if somebody cares about what's going on the plate, or and even like with art, like if somebody has made it for you, yeah, like you feel that and you feel that love in that thing that they make for you. I always make this joke when, uh, no, 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 I, I totally agree with that, but yeah. I, I always make this, it's like a like a weird, st- arguably stupid catchphrase for me, I guess at this point, because I say it so much. But uh, uh, when you're talking about the difference between, I, I guess when I'm thinking like video production of like, you know, things you do that uh, take longer versus the things that are like flash in the pan, you get done quick or um, any, anything, not just like craft or work, anything that you're doing, uh, some stuff uh, takes more time. And I always have argued that uh, whether it's talking about art work uh commercial products or just anything there's there is a difference between fast food and slow roasted barbecue they're both yeah. good they they both satisfy in different ways but you know some takes more time and, and you to me like you can tell the difference and i guess yeah. if you're talking about like a fine wine or bourbon that has to age or something like you know so when you're thinking of like food in this in this sense something that takes that much more care and like passion and time mm-hmm. to create rather than slapping something on a plate yeah that, well and you know what this is making me think of it's making me hungry to be honest <laughs> it's making me think of eurovision holy shit and you want to know why Volcano Man. Man. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I love that shit. It's um, funny. Well, uh, we were just talking about this the other day, Jake. Like, Rachel McAdams did not have to bring her A game. She did not need to go that hard. For that part. No, that, that movie did a, not require a, her to act her ass off that well yeah, that she did. There was something else that we saw recently that yeah, was in that Because you asked that too. and you said, what else did we talk about? And I was like, oh, that was the Eurovision comment. What were we watching after that? I can't. I, I don't know. Was but, it a TV show? Was it a movie? I'm gonna jump on the letterbox and see what we watched. See, see what we watched. But what, anyway, but like, do you remember if it was a movie or a TV show? I have no idea. Shit. Okay. My, well, my brain doesn't work that way. I only store memes. What? Really? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, so, the hmm. reason why I bring this up is Rachel McAdams has this like honest, wonderful, fun performance in Eurovision that moves you, um, and. Yeah, like surprisingly so. Surprisingly so. And it's just because Gosh, she's amazing. She's gonna show up on set and knock us away. Like no matter if she's in the notebook or mean was she in she was in Mean Girls. Yes. Yes. Oh my the, I know the, that she was, are, but then I those are, doubted the, myself. I think, I think those two are sort of like notebook. the things that catapulted her into uh Doctor star, Strange. Into stardom. <laughs> oh, um did was that your chair? Yes. Okay. I adjusted um, my chair. Okay. Uh, oh, I'll let you know. You'll know if I fart. I feel like... <laughs> if that's what you're getting <laughs> Were we talking about like an older actor who was in like a TV show? Or yeah, I think it was a TV show because I looked at the movie list and some of them were ones that we are recording podcast episodes for now that we're... And it's not those. We're watching Kimmy Schmidt... And Arrested and Development. Arrested Development Dexter? and Dexter. I yeah, those those are the shows we're watching right now. I don't know what I it don't was. Know either. Anywho, one of the like it was the Crap. same situation, like you did not have to go that hard on Earth, but you did, and like the fact that you did elevated everyone else's performance around you and like made it yeah, 100%. special. And that is something that no matter what you're doing, that's noticed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the extra care that you take to to give to the people around you, like that's, it might go unnoticed, but it's going to affect someone forever. Right. As yeah. One person, maybe not every single person that interacts no, with no, what no, you're no, doing. No, 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 but, but, you know, like the, the difference is made, like you've, you've made your mark in the earth or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Huh. Blah 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 metaphors and things. Um, uh, sorry, I was just looking at my 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 list of notes that I have, and then I'm looking over at yours, and you have so many more. Like I said, uh, do, do, I do think you, I just made a lot of comments. Do you want to dive into some of yours, or do um, you want to go down? Like, yeah. Oh, um, the water at the beginning, that overhead shot. Mm-hmm. It made me think of. <laughs> there's this river that runs through Missoula, Montana. <laughs> And um, in springtime, you you, you just you just want to be there all the time. I you really always bring do. This place it's up. so beautiful. I um I I won't go into a whole tangent about that because this is already a tangent from what we're talking about. <laughs> but this river that runs through the town, it um grows and swells whenever um the ice and the snow is melting from the mountains, and that trickles down into the river. Okay. And this river gets like waves in it enough that people can surf. In this river. Oh, wow. So you'll see sometimes people surfing. Like you can hang out on this bridge over this little this little river and they're sur- surfing in Montana. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, I love you too, Jay. 
So, well, you and I will have to go. I'll take you to see the surfers in Montana. Please <laughs> in take Missoula. me to the take me to the surfers. Take uh, me to the mountains. Missoula, Montana. I love you. Like you're one of my favorite places ever. Five on Black is a restaurant there. Also, to tie it back around to Pig, I was telling you this before. Yeah, I was like, let's get back to the movie. movie. Um, There's a restaurant there. It's a barbecue restaurant called Notorious P.I.G. I I want to go to there. But I hope it's still there. I want to go to there. Yeah. Five on Black is a Brazilian restaurant. It's really good. I don't know why I did that. What? I have no idea. I got excited and I'm like, I want to. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. I was just like. Cool. Capoeira. Barbecue Brazil. and a Brazilian restaurant? I want to go to all of this. Capoeira. Tomorrow. Now. Brazil. Can't tomorrow. We're too busy. Anyway. Capoeira. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brazil. Oh, maybe, okay. Okay. Uh, this, this is something that is in people's ears, but I feel like we this may have to turn into a video podcast at some point because what you're doing, <laughs> the people I'm need to see. I'm doing capoeira. You're just... From Bob's Burgers, right? <laughs> right? Right? right. From real life. It's dance fighting, man. Something, something, kill Come the on. turkey. Um, no, nope. kill the turkey. No, we'll save that for the Thanksgiving kill episode. Kill the turkey. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so moving on. Speaking of the opening, which you were talking about. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Aside, like, like I said, you know, I thought this was gorgeously shot. I think, yes. I think it's very quiet. It's very minimalist. It's a very patient film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it uh, features, which we'll definitely have a. We'll talk later just about the glory that is Sir Nicholas. Bartholomew Cage the third that is not his name uh uh our um, lord and savior me, that we'll, is we'll, Dave's middle name okay our, our kitty cat we'll talk about him later but I think it's a beautifully restrained and nuanced performance from yeah. him um but that opening uh, like the way it, it's so quiet again mm-hmm. it very much reminded me of uh thinking of a uh, uh there will be blood where there's like no talking for such a long time yeah not quite as long there will be blood was longer well, and it wasn't but, um tense it no. wasn't um, tension. It was more like you are experiencing the nature. And then no. like the next thing yeah. that comes in is this freaking Camaro yeah. that's but, yellow and loud. Yeah. And like the <laughs> juxtaposition of like, you know, urban versus rural. But like, you know, like setting up like just how, how perfectly does that set up this character with no dialogue? Yeah. Like, like you, you, you yes, you're, you're experiencing nature, but it totally sets up his routine, his way of life, him and his pig. Um, the uh, yeah. And, and just like how you you just have a clear clear beautiful like uh vision of this guy's day-to-day rob as yeah. we know him um rob later. or robin and then, yes rob or robin what well, we learned robin later but okay so then uh then this com- this yellow camaro comes <laughs> pulling up this bumblebee pulls up bumblebee and, and is then, there he's yeah. in this yes. movie wait it, isn't he is he a dodge challenger or is he a camaro I'm pretty sure he's a Camaro, but um, if my Transformers knowledge is failing me, I'm going to be disappointed. He's probably... I don't know anything about... Challenger King. It is a Camaro. I'm right. Because, oh, good. Because... I want you to be right about your favorite things. Yes. Well, <laughs> don't we're, listen to me. We're, we're talking about two of my favorite things right now, Nicolas Cage and Transformers. It's Yay. fine. Um, anyway... Uh, moving on. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so, so Bumblebee pulls up yeah. and, uh, mm-hmm. and Amir gets out. Who uh, is the kid from freaking Hereditary? And Jake takes this moment to say, "Hey, Emily, you know that guy? He's he's the brother yeah, Alex, of Hereditary." Alex Alex Wolf. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, no, he's the bro- "Why did you tell me this? Well, now I'm having PTSD about well, Hereditary." Because well, I love that movie, but but that movie <sighs> really fucked Emily up. Hey, yeah, Emily, I I can't talk. No, 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 no. She can't. 
Okay, I'm sorry. I'll stop being mean. I'll be nice now. But yeah, that that ah. that actually that movie left her with trauma scars. But anyway, like seriously, it's um, like more than. And I've shown I've shown you some fucked up horror movies, but that one got you. Well, it's that, and also, um, to my detriment, I'm gonna say this, but Haunting of Hill House. Really, you, lo- you loved that though. It was so good. But it, yeah, it wrecked you. I'd but, say I think well, and but. Both the the first two conjurings and it one and two got you quite oh a bit, gosh. but not as much think, as hereditary. I think if I if I'm talking movies, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna Which we should definitely talk, we should do a deep dive of this stuff for a Halloween episode, oh, just yeah. like you know, note um, for future us. Yes, but. um, if 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 I have to rank the the scary factor of all the movies that have been the scariest for me, and Is I it won't scare include- or trauma. Well, I guess. That could be the same thing, scare or trauma. Well, I think like especially because with Stephen King. There's like, some scary stuff he, I've shown you that you haven't really like found scary. Like which one? Like honestly, like like uh, I, I we we did some classics and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, the Friday the Thirteenth, the original Halloween. Like those are legitimately tense and they didn't scare you. Well, I think it was more like jump scares. You know what I mean? And like, I would argue that, but also I think they build tension very effectively to the point where you're nervous of what's going to happen next. And you, yeah, and, oh, well, I don't think- well, and you handled Alien way better than I thought you were going to. The chestburster well, scene got you, but the first time you were like, "All again." We're we're I citing think- all these ones that. Uh, this is sort of like the genesis of our podcast. I'm like, yeah. oh, all those reactions. I, w- I, I, I wish those were ones you hadn't already seen. But uh, yeah, that was when we were like, hey, if we could so, do this on other movies, let's I make think a podcast. For me. Um, especially whenever the horror or the, the grief and stuff like that, whenever it's tied into the scares mm-hmm. or like tied into the situation, or if it deals with like family stuff or like, yeah, trauma. Like, I feel like you're just describing like Midsummer to a T, <sighs> which we love, but well, Midsummer. but remember when we did, when did I say this about, um, Ari uh... Aster has a way of portraying, um, women in grief yeah well b- b- because we did hereditary midsummer back to back the oh, first time you saw God. it we did an ari aster double feature and you i think you, i cried all the way through midsummer no you were you were you were numb walking around the apartment for like a day or two after that. yeah just no. just sort of like processing uh, what you saw um which which I, this I sounds think, bad made me re- really happy because i love those movies well and it's not that you revel in the fact that no i, was I wasn't like, happy that they affected you but i love that like the like, art got to you and we could talk about it yeah yeah um but i think that a horror movie is gonna affect me more whenever there's i guess i don't not more emotion to it but like maybe i can relate it to my life or like hereditary i think the big thing with that and i know we're on a big big tangent no but i can bring it back around um, when you're done okay okay so Be- because hon- honestly with, this is a tangent but to me like in a weird way it, it fits with the point that i'm trying to get at it, so it deals with family and like sibling stuff and like like for those of you who haven't seen Hereditary, skip the next like 30 seconds. Like whenever the sister dies, it's like in in in, in the most shit. terrible way. Yes, and like how and in that moment like this kid reminds me of Well, and then my you have brother. the sister death in Midsummer too. So. Yes, <laughs> like and, and my parents dying and like how do you Wait, what? oh yeah, no yeah, her, yeah, yeah, her parents. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you come back from that? And in in hereditary, nobody really does really. Uh, True. And in midsummer, like 
you see Danny at the end, she's smiling, but is she going to be happy after that moment, after all these people that she was there with? What is happiness? What are feelings? No, what are yeah, and yeah. like, the, of course, there's supposed to be some ambiguity, but anyways, like, coming back around, like, the scariest things that you've shown me um, that still haunt me today, I would have to say... Um, I know Hereditary is number one. Hereditary is number one. Number two, I guess I'll say Haunting of Hill House. Really? Like... Okay. But... I really thought you were going to say The Conjurings. See, but The Conjurings, I watched through squinted eyes. <laughs> so we probably need to watch them again with me not being a baby. Okay, you said this. It's recorded. It's out there. I'm down. Ugh. Because you were, you, you, I think you walked away from those, like not watching them again, but you just said it. So uh, I'll watch them again. Hey, we October's coming up. It's true. Um, so, okay. So we um, can skip the third one. Hereditary. Nah. Um, Haunting of Hill House, which we still, I still need to watch Bly Manor. Um, it's, yeah, I, then, there's the, I, I want to watch it with you because there's stuff in there I think would be fun for you, not for the show, but for like you and I to talk about. But yeah. it's, well, maybe I, in, for in, the in, show, in, maybe in a my opinion. Blip. Actually, you know what? I'd be fine opening up. I don't want to do like series that are mm-hmm. ongoing, but if it's like a mini series, like a Bly Manor, or like I yeah. really want you to see the first season of True Detective, yeah, yeah, I'd be yeah. fine with us doing like not a movie, but if, as long as it's a contained, limited series like that yeah or like um, a mayor of east town which i've told oh, you i oh, love oh, but anyway, no, done, no no I'm no po- okay but point point being um stop rewind play uh re- hang on set mm-hmm. conjuring what, what, rewind. Hang on. Help, me out. help me go backwards what was blah, blah, blah. i went okay, around tangent let me there. go back oh blind manor oh, it's yeah, it's yeah. not as it's not as not as it, no no it, 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 i mean hill house hill house is far better in my opinion but if okay for you if we're saying Hill House was, I don't, for me, agree with this, but for you, if that was like on a scale of one to 10 with 10 being the most terrifying, just call Hill House a 10. It's not. Uh, if for it, me? No, no. Okay. But maybe. For, if, if for you, Hill House is a 10, Bly Manor is like a three and a half. Really? Maybe a four. Okay. No, no. It's, it's, there's a couple, there's like a couple jump scares. None of them come half as close as to the, you know, her jumping yeah. out from the back seat, the one I forgot about, <sighs> um, which gets everybody every time. There, There's like, two or three I, that I can remember through the series I'm like oh yeah that made me that that's it's a jump scare mm-hmm. but it the tension and the Ugh, I feel like it's not there it's a different yeah. the story doesn't it's honestly like a little more heartfelt I would argue okay but but it, Hill House Hill House is more emotionally traumatizing like I'm, yeah. I I bawled well that and that's series. another anyway. thing that like deals with family deals with siblings deals with loss you know and so and that now always... I, and now I know your buttons okay yeah, yeah you're right you you're, knew I, this I, already. I, I know but hearing well, but you say then, this and connecting it I'm like yeah that is that is that is a go-to thing my, to trigger you my number three then which doesn't follow the same rationale i think i know where you're going is it one and two i thought that's what you're gonna but say but here's the thing we you, watched so it one and two got you more than the conjurings i know you yeah. watched through skin, squinty well, eyes but what you remember well, okay and and what uh, i think i have to like give a qualifier to this because we had a really uh i we should not go into this tangent but we, we like, already live there had a had a the night before you and i watched both of those back to back like there was a broken table situation and we were up oh, from like that. two two until like five in the oh, morning. Yeah, a, a, a good buddy of mine who's not be named. <sighs> we, it, it's fine. We had an accident. And we accidentally crashed through and broke a glass table. We were being stupid. It's fine. But um, everything's it was, fine. It was Nobody was hurt. Luckily, we're no one was impaled. But the thing is that table. Um, table. It was tables. <laughs> I don't know how to know anymore about tables, Emily. God. Okay. Um, what's your job? What's your job? Tables. Fuck, these are so dirty. 
<laughs> I'm the angriest I've ever been. If I was a farmer and Eddie Munster came and kicked my corn, you could understand how I'd be upset. Do you understand? These tables are my corn. They're my <laughs> livelihood. They're how I pay for my house. They're how I keep my house hot. Anyway, that was a... <laughs> We're stupid. It's fine. Um, no, uh, I don't know how that table didn't table. I don't know how that table didn't... Okay, ta- uh, it, it was just a, didn't, it, it was it, a glass top table, very it thick. Wasn't it wasn't tempered glass. It, it, no, it sh- again, it should have been tempered and gone into like all those little won't cut you little tiny pieces. This thing broke into giant fucking final destination murder shards that somehow <laughs> that you could have wielded like a weird glass sword out of soul caliber that for some reason <laughs> did not impale or kill us at all. I cut my fingers a little bit trying to pick up the tiny pieces and buddy that we're talking about like had like a tiny cut on his hand. Like we should have died. But I'm for some really reason, glad you thankfully, didn't. we're okay. But yeah, so anyway, anyway we watched then, it one and two next day after cleaning up all the broken and glass like, and the dangerous We scenario. literally watched them back to back and my yeah. Running on very little sleep. was so tight the whole time. Like, that I, was so much fun. It was like, We watched those with my mom too. Yeah. She almost had a heart attack. Especially like in it too, since we watched it back to back, like there were so many scares that were like, bum, bum, yeah. bum, bum. And, and I was just watching like coming. you and mom were like, ah. You you know they're coming, but like, I feel like Stephen King. I know he didn't write the screenplays, right? Uh, not not as far as I no, not the screenplays. But I mean, like you know, I I think he sort of supported and endorsed the adaptation. Yeah, uh, that Machete um, made. But uh, but the uh, yeah yeah yeah. No, so like so the way he obviously writes, he wrote the novel. I know. Like, which, have you read it? I know you read a I lot have, of King. I haven't. Okay. Um, okay. I'm working through Insomnia now. I should probably do it next. Didn't you? Ju- you just finished The Stand, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Tangents. Yeah, it's a long which book. is literally anyway, what our fucking show's all about. Um, okay. So from what I from what I am gathering from his 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 writing is like the terror in his writing also um, develops slowly, and like then you're all of a sudden in this moment that's terrifying, and you can't get out of it because you're already in the moment, and that's how it feels in the movie too. Yeah, it's like you you have entered, you're disarmed, but then something really terrible happens. The end. Okay, so let's come back around. Okay, to, so so to Pig, uh, so you, you, which you, has is not no, a horror movie. No, but, but you, we, no, you went on a little bit of tangent with it when we when you got to talking about it. I know you were just kind of like ranking everything, but thinking about uh, you were talking about horror movies affecting you because they specifically deal with like grief and loss. And to me, that's uh, that's this movie. Like that, you know, like this movie affected me in the same sense as like the stuff that made me cry in Haunting of Hill House. Like yeah. when, like this this uh, it's weird because when you think about. Uh, God, okay, I, I, I just, I'm sorry. Like, like even, even, even the schlocky where he's taking a paycheck and just being zany and having fun, and it's like this is the most coked out thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I love Nicolas Cage, good, bad, and ugly. This is a reminder that, um, he's not like, like a lot of people can. I, I, some people are like, you like Nicolas Cage, and they consider it a joke. And I'm like, I can cite a handful, like I can mm-hmm. program you a little film fest of shit that pr- reminds you otherwise. And it's not just the the leaving Las Vegas for the adaptation when he got the Oscar win and nomination like for those two like it is when he, he every once in a while wants to remind you that he is a great serious like what I'm sorry I'm I said what I fucking said or I'm gonna say like one of the greatest actors of our time an actor of our generation he th- like th- this thing, is this like, is a nuanced masterclass performance and like and but it is all about loss and grief and yeah. I feel like in a weird way in a weird way in a to- tonally could not be more different on a different island 
But this is like a really kind of beautiful companion piece of the era of the Nick Cage magic that we're getting right now alongside Mandy, which are both films yeah, about grief and yeah. loss. Yeah, and Mandy, I, I kind of... Which, which you know, I, like, I need literally, to like, watch all the Mandy way is one of the biggest influences for the fucking film that we're trying to put together. I love Jake, Mandy. You know, I love this too, but in a different way. Jakob, you know I have technically not watched Mandy front to back, right? No, you've only like, you, you've hung I, out on the couch while I've watched it and yes. you've like waked, like you and I haven't sat down to watch it. I've watched it while you were like falling I, like, asleep and you'd wake I, up for I, part like, of it. Like fall asleep, wake up. We should watch Mandy it? together. Fall Wait, asleep. We since you've seen, it. could that count for our podcast? Could we do Mandy? What does the audience say? I you know because you've seen. I think they say yes. I feel like you've never seen more than 15 minutes of that movie at a time. and And I mean like removed super removed like not mm-hmm. like 15 minutes you miss a little bit then another like you you've what do you okay what do you remember of that if anything other than colors <laughs> colors yeah we need Nicholas to do cage oh we're doing mandy we're 100 like like Man, mandy mandy's like goat like i i i worship that movie We'll watch it. Okay, we need it, to. But but no, in it's a weird, research in a weird way, they're so different. But like this to me is like a beautiful like kind of alter- alternate like alternative companion piece to Mandy. Yeah, like similar yet different. Like like because there it's this is a really good study on loss and grief to me. Yeah. Like like uh, okay, think about the story. Like ultimately, what we learn at the end, we're gonna jump all over because I I really do want to cover your notes and yeah, I, have, I have a I, ton of. Notes. I'm on page one of three. How of shit long that I have talk we about. been talking? Fifty two minutes. Gosh. So it's fine. Darn it. No, it's okay. I think we'll start moving, but um, we're kind of ramping up. It's good. Uh, I I feel like uh for, for for pig in particular, like what we what think about think about think about the character. Okay. Yeah. Rob. Yeah. Robin. He, we learn by the end, he's lost his wife. He's sort of, he was this famous chef and he disassociated from society and uh, fucked off into the woods. Uh, he says, and he when he drives, he tries to get his truck up and going because, okay, sorry, let's boil this down. We talked about the entrance. Camaro pulls up. Bumblebee shows up. Go back to, what, 20 something minutes ago when we were talking. <laughs> Bumblebee shows up yeah. and Amir yes. comes up and he is getting truffles uh, from... Robin, who is like walking through the woods uh, with his truffle pig, getting these like really rare truffles and then offloading them, selling them to, to Amir, who's going into the city uh, and selling them to these rich hoity-toity restaurants. Yeah. And, and I think and they're just bartering, right? That's yeah. what it seemed like. Yeah. Like he bartering would just bring or but he's sort of Nicholas like, like, Cage, uh, or he would bring Rob... Um, supplies right. that he needed right but amir is profiting well off oh, of this yeah. as a business like he, well, he's because he's he's getting like the best stuff from from this dude that, that he has no idea is this renowned legendary yeah. chef in the culinary world from back in the day yeah so he go uh and all this is because like it's just you know robin and his pig so yeah. these meth head tweaker pieces of shit come up and break into his his cabin uh-huh. one night and steal his pig so uh, he gasses up his truck the next morning with a giant fucking head wound. <laughs> like, like he's like, he's bleeding the entire movie. Like, like well, in, 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 his, in his pajamas, like, looking after, like he's near death. After this abduction of the of the sweet little piggy happens, Nicholas Cage, you see him like the perspective is like a camera under the bed, and he's laying down like his head. He's laying on his side. His head's on the floor. Yeah, he wakes up the next morning. He wakes he was up unconscious and all night. like 
picks himself up, and when he lifts his head up, there's like strings of blood. Like yeah, he's dried like he was blood stuck to the ground. Coagulated blood. It's like, oh no. Yeah, it's rough. Oh, so, so I'm he gets sorry, up, he sir. gasses up his truck, tries to go in town. Truck doesn't go very far. He comes in town, asks to use the phone, and they're like, he asks for someone that he knows at this restaurant. They're like, she died 10 years ago. She's been dead for 10 years. So then we start to realize like he disassociated, like fast forward, flash forward to the I end. I wouldn't say disassociated. I would say. Sorry, the, uh, he, you're right. That's the wrong word. He um, separated himself. Separated himself from society. Yeah, he, he cut himself off because 15 years ago, roughly, uh, we learn in the end, his wife died. Yeah. And he sort of didn't see meaning in his work and his craft anymore, like left and like, it's like when he's talking in that scene, the Eurydice scene, like when he's talking about, uh, his, like, none of this is real. That, that whole, none of this is real. We don't get, we, we, we don't get a lot of things to really carry about, uh, to care about scene. Uh, that, that whole stretch, like he did, he went off into the woods because mm-hmm. he lost his wife, and the only love that he has in his, in his life, the only companionship, the only connection he has is this pig mm-hmm. that's taken from him. Which, let's be honest, like we all kind of joked about it. It's, it's the same setup as John Wick, just takes a different path at the fork in the road. Yeah. But it's the same, it's the same kind of setup. It's the same where, like, idea. you know, like you lose the love of your life, you have this one tether to, like, to, to your heart to remember, yeah. and that's taken from you. I have nothing left to lose. Which is the most dangerous individual on the pl- on the planet? Yeah. So and like, you so keep it, thinking there's gonna be this like, yeah, stabby and, stab. And moment. you have this hint of violence where he gets into like, well, we'll get into it, like the underground fight club, like you know. But but he just stands there and takes the hits and endures it, and he just asks everybody like, where is my pick? And he's this legend. He starts dropping his name, but we realize that like he left, he lost his wife. Now he's lost his pig, and it's like, I think the only thing he has left to cling to, and it's very lonely. Lonely is. Uh, He's all he has left, and so like the, the, this this study of grief and loss and you acceptance. You mean she, she the pig? No, at, the, at he, him. Yeah. At the end, he's yeah. the only thing that he has left. She was all he had left, but in the end of the, I'm talking about the mm. final shot of the movie. I'm 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 giving like a I'm skipping around, and then we're gonna backtrack. At the final shot of the movie, he's all that he has left, and it's oh god, okay, yeah. That I literally I, I literally like... wrote down. I cried five times at this movie hard like like decent not not just like oh a little tear like like i i sobbed five different times at five specific points in this movie and i wrote them down this time but this is one of those moments where jake cried and i did not but i did feel a lot i'm sorry i it's not that i wasn't feeling a lot what the fuck is wrong with you you're dead inside no no you know i'm I'm not no no No, i love you i love you that was like but seriously like like i let's find things affect people differently this this thing has like a sniper like a a, like like a surgical like bullseye sniper shot to my heart here's here's why that's a terrible way to phrase it shot to the fart um anyway (laughs) really Okay, anyway, so the reason why I didn't cry is literally... I'm judging you, but also not judging you. I have wrapped up my wounds that regard that into a box, and they can't be penetrated, so I'm not crying about things. It's fine. That's cool that you... Healthy coping mechanisms. How lucky are you that your defense mechanisms work better than I? Here's the thing. My my coping mechanisms are not... (laughs) 
necessarily healthy. But neither are mine. <laughs> you know, whenever you're like packing up and you're moving to a new place and you just yes. like you have something precious and uh-huh. you just over wrap it and uh-huh. put lots of bubble wrap on uh-huh. it and you put it in and like you hit a speed bump a and box. it still breaks. No, no, no. Oh, okay. You put it in a box and you put that box in another box and you put that box you in another box. You rush into all that shit. Yeah. You rush into all that shit. And then to be safe, you just nesting, like wrap nesting doll, nesting. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, what I mean. Russian doll is that yeah. Like the like the TV show. That's so great. Gotta get up, gotta get up. Get is there gonna be another head. season of yeah, that? Yeah, no, they're making season two. Anyway, we love it's Russian doll. It's been too long. I don't know how they're really gonna, where they're gonna go. Anyway, so that's it. Tangents, So, okay, go. so you, you wrap all of that and then you take the, the, the biggest box and you wrap that in a blanket and then you also put it in the front seat and you put it in a seatbelt. <laughs> that's how I'm protecting. I'm laughing because I've done that shit. That I'm protecting myself in my mind with that. But it, you know. <laughs> Shatter and come down on the floor with me. It's The water's fine. You know, whenever, (laughs) you know, whenever, what is happening? (laughs) You know, I'm, (laughs) you know, when you're, please pause, we are having technical difficulties. You know, when, uh, I've never done this, but you know, when people go paintballing, I have gone paintballing and, multiple times. It's a lot of fun. Like, don't you wear some kind of armor or something? Yeah, because if you get hit on bare skin, that shit stings. But you know how it'll hit the armor and then you still get a bruise? Yeah. I am still bruised. Well, I mean. I just did not break. Touche. <laughs> Touche, Emily. So I was just in a paintball match and you were just in fucking war. So I'm sorry. That's I okay. Love a you. grenade just blew half of everything off it's fine but guess what i'm here to put the pieces back together okay so so trauma bonding stop rewind play back to pig anyway continuing on so bumblebee pulls up no i'm just okay okay no no okay so oh wait okay do you have any notes because the next note that okay the next note i have unless you have anything like before that is uh when he goes and asks the the old lady about the pig and she has that that don't fuck with truck full pig she's like Mother. Are you kidding me? God damn it. Oh, fuck. And she's just, she loses her mind. The intensity of that woman, when of that lady, when she heard that it was a truffle pig, she's like, someone's still it. And like, th- then she takes him right to the method. What heads. kind of pig? Yeah. yeah. The, the way that that scene builds, that's that's the next note I have. So do you have anything prior to that or are we moving right along in the, narr- in the narrative? I was being a bit of an asshole. How are you being an asshole? You're not. Don't talk said, about my best friend that way. I said, I feel like he would have taken better care of his truck than he did for it to die like that. Dude, he had it in a tarp but and he hadn't been into town in 15 why, years, which we learn later. You didn't know that now. Like, uh, if you don't drive a vehicle, why, it's going to yes, shit out, right? And it's an but, old one. Like, I don't know cars. I just here, it, have and, them. And I, I'm kind of spoiled because in my life... um. My my family has a farm, so my dad's worked on machinery his whole life, like making sure the uh-huh. equipment is working. And my brothers have done that too. So I have known um, men in my life who really care about the vehicles that they drive. So honestly, I might have a little bit of a gender bias about it. Okay. So like, please like take that with a grain of salt because part of me thinks like, I feel like he would have taken better care of the vehicle in case his pig needed to have veterinary attention or something like that. Like he would mm. have maintained that vehicle in an emergency for an emergency purpose. But that's, that, it, also it's a, like that's, that's I, a fair point. But also like, I mean, he seems pretty like 
capable of a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I so, feel. I feel. I, I mean, you know, because here's the thing. Like you know, he he probably has had to tend to medical issues of his own. Uh, so basically, over, over I'm, the years. I'm just filtering that through my own gender bias that I am unlearning. <laughs> that interesting. Okay. So um, I I take that with my own grain of salt and say like sometimes people are depressed for 10 years and they don't take care of their vehicles or 15 or 15 he just hadn't been to that place where she died 10 years ago mm. then we learn later yeah oh it's really sad nah. so good so fucking good anyway Let me okay see what um, else is in my notes. so the next the the uh, yeah Ooh, the, the really next quick. note that i had is uh talking uh, well i mean i just made yeah, a comment like yeah, the yeah. way that they set up like the whole like mythos uh, or mythos of him yeah like you know everybody's like there's a lot of who are you as they're walking into the underground fight club? Mm-hmm. Um, which, uh, yeah. Okay. Cause the next note I have after that jumps, like, like I just got, I got sucked into the movie and I don't have a note until we talk about the stuff where uh, Amir's talking about the story of his parents' dinner. So, 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 so that, that comes later. So like, okay. So in all this in between time, the mythos of who is him, what is his name? Rob, Robin and the underground fight club. And then they go in town into Portland. Uh, yeah. What, what, yeah. what do you, what do you got in that stretch? Well, really quick before we even get to town, okay, uh, before okay. we get to the city. Talk to me, Goose. Um, I, I wrote down, our generation is kind of mystified by simple living slash rustic lives, homesteading, etc. The idea and, and of- And the, the comforts of like modern like technology and stuff like that. Well, like, stripping that away. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm right? saying like, you know, that is that that has become the norm. So you're right, like the, the mystification of- how do you live off the land and blah blah blah? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like, I <laughs> like during the pandemic, I was making freaking pesto. When now, like that, I mean, we still have the pandemic, but yeah. I'm back to work. I'm back doing other things. Like, I have a basil plant. I have not made pesto, but it was delicious last year. I wish I was making pesto, was or like, I wish I grew. Tomatoes My only complaint this was year. that I wish you had made more of it. I know exactly. Which yeah, because you because you you know, we moved in together and then you started making like I you started, started getting you, you started getting plants and you started cooking and I'm very much like like I okay I I, I have my mainstays I'm like I, I feel like I can cook a mean steak yeah. I can make a pretty damn good omelet I'm, I make pretty good pancakes in my opinion other than that I pour a mean bowl of cereal and I can open a can of spaghettios like no other so like you know but but like but you just started cooking like you got that was i feel like that was almost therapeutic for you because i told him like i I told you i was like you don't have to cook for us but you like you found joy in cooking it was fun because it was kind of like like experimenting with flavor and and shit like that i really liked that and i like i have so many dietary restrictions that sometimes it's hard to poor emily is it okay if i I share with oh no everybody knows already because we already talked about oh we did okay yeah Yeah, because you can't have gluten dairy or soy yeah it's like a whole um so sometimes like something sneaky will be in my dish when we go out somewhere or we get takeout and then i feel like crap the next day so if i just make it at home and i just like put a lot of flavor into it sometimes i'm like i'm enjoying this better then I would not okay, yeah. and I, I know I feel, this I feel is like a whole, your go-to is garlic salt. Oh my god, garlic salt <laughs> and everything or bagel seasoning, minced minced garlic, salt and pepper, um, onions, oil, or butter. You're killing me because you're making me hungry. Can we have a snack anyway, while we do this so, now? <laughs> no, because I'm not hungry, but you can have a snack. But I'm hungry. Okay, anyway, but keep you going. can have a snack. 
Don't you wish we had those? Uh, what were <laughs> the pretzels that we had? Oh my god, those those uh, those Snyder's uh, honey mustard pretzels. Oh. Honey mustard was it? Honey mustard and onion. Honey mustard and onion. Snyder's, if you would like to sponsor us, we will Luke we Simpson. will plug you and Sponsored do videos and promotions and eat the shit out of free? your pretzels. Okay. They're they're great. This episode brought to you by. Gluten. Also, thank Wait. you, Mark Bessinger, for turning me on to those. I'm so sorry that I didn't share the secret with you, Jake, because I knew about them before. Well, I learned about them from our friend Mark. But let me talk about our sponsors real quick. I wish we had sponsors. This, anyway, this keep going. Is, this episode is brought to you by gluten free and gluten full Snyder's. It's Honey not. And, and I'm going to insert an, an actual onion. ad break right here. But did he? And uh, continuing on. <laughs> okay. So anyway, uh, moving on um, from our delightful discussion about pretzels. <laughs> um, yeah. Then we well, then we move into Portland. We're looking for a piggy friend. Um, and then we get to the food fight club. FFC. FFC. Yeah. And uh, the hotel, which which was just Hotel Portland, which I really wanted amazing. to exist. We haven't looked it up yet, but like, I really want. This I've never food been to Portland, but everything I've heard about it, I'm like, exist. if you said that I existed there, I'd be like, mm, sounds about like, yeah, of course. So- sounds about right. But I also want to know, like, Nicholas Cage said, "Fuck Seattle" in this movie. Mm-hmm. I want to know: is there a rivalry between Portland and Seattle? Is there? I don't have the answer to that question for dear, you. Dear viewers who are from or have visited either location. Any listeners in Oregon, what, what? Let hey, us know. Hey, Washington. Tell us about it. Anyway. What? Anyway, moving Bow. on. Okay, so, uh, so, okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. underground <laughs> fucking food fight club. <laughs> um,. He walks in, writes his Ooh, name on yes. the wall, and you're like, Whoa. and every and everybody's like, shit. And then for a moment, He's you're like, back. wait, am I supposed to know his name? No, but no, but but the way that they said it, <laughs> like up this like legendary mythos of yes. like who his character is, like he like I love it how is like a John it feels Wick. larger than life. Exactly, it's like, do you yeah. not know who this person is? Hey, it, Darren, it's like I bet you would love this movie. Well, we're gonna talk about it tomorrow, Darren. Uh, you know what? If Darren likes this. I'm like you just you just you just don't like action. It's fine. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, like, I'm curious because it's the same idea, but it takes like an art house like left turn. Yeah, Darren, if you like art house movies, he like just it. does not experience joy <laughs> in amazing action movies. But that's um, fine. Anywho, uh, we like you anyway, Darren. It's fine. One of my next notes is um, there's this moment. Um, it's not really you can't really call it a fight. I feel like. No, he you, just gets the shit kicked out of him and you he get, takes it. Yeah, he like, endures. So I guess people bet on whether or not you're going to get knocked out. Yeah, it's, it's, that, yeah, because they start right? the clock and it's like, how long can he last? And he lasts like a full minute, but then he, the, uh, what, what was his name? Uh, the guy's name. Ah, mm. I should, he, he started with E. Eager. Edgar. 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 Edgar? Yeah, I think it's Edgar. Like he, uh, the, the dude that he tried to bring yeah. the peace offering, offering of the food to, and then he said, your name used to mean something, but you, you're nobody anymore, mm-hmm. uh, or whatever. Paraphrasing, uh, yeah, no, like he he stops the clock at a minute and then just lets Rob Cage's character keep taking these hits, and then eventually whistles and calls it after yeah. this dude, which which very much reminds me of Fight Club because there's that whole bit of like uh, you know this Maitre D 
of like a whatever ritzy establishment got trounced or something like it, like you know th- there were like people in the food industry and fight club that got so like this feels very um like an homage to that which yeah. is like my, my favorite right. film so whatever it's fine um but it, it's it's a little bit that. different because nicholas cage's character yeah it, Rob, it, it felt like it was just stood he stood with his hands behind his back right yeah, like so he's never gonna strike it's back. not really a fight club so it's some other it's like thing. an endurance we don't know, trial yeah we don't know the rules um and I don't think we need to. I like. I like that. I like that. I love the ambiguity of this film. It doesn't answer everything or give you everything. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't spoon feed everything mm-hmm. to you. Ha ha. But one of the cool things is after. Um... Yeah, we're recording late. You okay? Um, yeah, I'm good. Um, after um, this encounter, this violent encounter where Nicolas Cage is just punched in the face over and over again. He's lying on the ground and the camera is on the ground. I feel like that would be an actual Nicolas Cage movie, by the way. Punched in the face. Punched in the face. I'd I'd blind by that. Let's make that. Punched in the face starring Nicolas Cage. Hey, uh, Nicolas Cage, if you want to be in a Cinefreak Pictures production. Don't toy with my heart. I would die. Don't toy with my heart. I would just, I would quit and be like, sure I can die happy now. <laughs> God. Uh, 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 anywho. Don't toy with my emotions because don't talk, don't talk, don't dangle that in front of me. No, no, no. Anyway, continuing on. I'll yes. dangle it in front of you. You son of a bitch. Listen, anyway. So um, in that moment, I, it was a really cool camera movement. I wrote it down and we kind of talked about it in the moment. And it's not something that you would... You'd be like, Wait, oh, yeah, of course. Like, so the camera is on the ground. And then as Nicolas Cage is getting up. Oh, yeah. The. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like. Oh, go ahead. The DP picks up the camera and like starts to stand with him. So it kind of looks like it goes from that stabilized stationary shot of the camera being on the ground or at least like close enough to the ground. And then it's picked up off of the rig or it's picked up off of the ground. Um, and. It, it goes into a handheld mode. It's a little bit shaky as as Rob or yeah. Robin is shaky getting to his no. feet after it, this. It lit- the camera literally violence. is on the ground and is picked up. It picks it. It is picked up off the ground just like Cage's character picks himself up off the ground. So uh, good job. Based uh, down in the dark. Oh, man. Uh, good job to cinematographer Patrick Scola good and uh, director Michael Sarnowski. Um that was that was a very inspired uh, cinematographic moment, in my opinion. Cinemat- I really like cinematographical. That. I went to school to learn how to say that word. One time, <laughs> I think it was that Mega Ultra Movie Pod Assemble huh? episode. You mean like Mega Ultra Chicken? No, he is legend. <laughs> I think I forgot that episode, you don't know Aqua Teen Hunger. No, Force. Sorry, we watched I'm doing- that. Oh we watched God. that episode, didn't we? With Sid BillyWitchDoctor.com. It's more comfortable. Action hot chicken. dog go. No, that's perfect hair forever. Wrong adult swim show. Bah! No, 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 no. But Ashton Hot Dog Go. Ashton Hot Dog Go is from perfect from perfect but hair anyway. forever, which is my favorite thing. But I'm talking about Aqua Teen Hunger Force with the episode with Billy Watch BillyWitchDoctor.com. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh shit! This is this is this is the most tangential episode in the land. This is anyway. This is everything. When we were having our super mega ultra crossover episode with our friends. You said cinematographical. Yeah, our like friends, it, our, our friends, our friends. Again, genre geeks. I'd like a refund podcast and the Matt and Mark movie show. Follow them on follow Spotify, them on Apple, and Google, and all the things and the Instas whoa, and the Facebooks. One and of shit our cats blah, blah, blah. just ran across the floor and it shook the floor. 
Nice. Anyway, so you said you're like cinema cinematographically or Cin- cinematographic. 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 Yeah. Cinematographically, whatever. Yeah, you were you just said it in such a way it's like oh, he knows things. He's smart. No, I just listened he's, to shit and I'm regurgitating it. It's fine. No, he's he's good at his craft. I mean, his words don't necessarily equate, equate skill. Thank you. Okay. You're complimenting and I'm self-deprecating. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, Jacob Belinsky. Thank you. I love you. Talented. Stop. He's handsome. Ah, that lies. He's rocking those glasses over Lies, there. she says. She's a witch. Also, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> get to your point <laughs> what are you t- okay no thank my you. point no, was just you. like Seriously, you made yourself it. sound really s- smart because you say cinematographical <laughs> okay no <sighs> okay you're there fangirling no i love you thank you but no no okay you were you were going on to a point about the scene when uh him no being it was picked, just a really cool it's a cool camera movement blah, blah, blah. which whenever you say it it's like oh yeah they had the camera on the ground and they picked it up and like kind of moved as he did as yeah, he it, it, went, it went from it went from like like still you know like stable on the ground to chaotic and it it sounds like it makes sense in that disarming it happen, because it, it, went, it went from still to handheld yeah so. it, it sounds like it makes sense like it would happen more often than it does but the fact that i'm bringing it up um, I don't know if it means that I I know more about camera movements or like I. We watch a lot of stuff, and you we and, do and, watch and, a lot and, of and you, stuff. And you you crew on a lot of stuff that we do. So and like I, everything that we do. I haven't quite seen something exactly like that. So it kind of turns yeah, the camera. Right. I've seen it in it, other movies, but like it's like few and far between that I can cite. So. It's kind of like the. Uh, it's almost like Nicolas Cage is having a out-of-body experience it's, and the it's, camera it's sub- is himself watching. You know, it's subjective cinematography. Yeah. Because it's, it's it's usually, it's it's literally using the visuals to put ourselves in the character's shoes and what they're feeling, like, both in terms of physicality, but also, like, emotionally, mentally. Like, like we're, it's putting a, the visuals are representing the character's state. Yeah. So. Which I think is, is really clever. Um, my my literal next note is snake plant. Of course, you're noticing plants. I'm surprised you didn't write fiddly fucking fig. I did not see one in this movie. That's a first. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you want your if you well, want your apartment to look like a movie set, get you a fiddle leaf fig. I, is it? Oh, I thought you were saying fiddly fig. I know fiddle a lot of people. leaf fig. Is that yes. what you're saying? I thought you said fiddle. fiddly fig, like fiddle, like f i d d l e e. You're not the only person to think that. It's fiddle leaf, not fiddle. Fiddle, like a fiddle that you play. Dude, I don't, I don't trust anything. What? Nothing's real. Fiddle what is leaf fig. I'm like that scene in in Piggy's. Like, you're not real. None of this is real. The customers aren't real. You're not real. They don't know you. They don't know who you are because you haven't shown them. This isn't real. The seams in reality are being torn apart like Clive Barker's The Great Secret Show and just showing you shit. (laughs) Which you need to read that shit anyway. Yes. If you want your home, your apartment, your space that you're in to look like a movie set or the set from a commercial, get you a fiddle leaf Fig. I love how as we're uh, watching Dexter for the first time, you're like, that's the same goddamn plant, that's and the they're one. just putting it no, in every scene. No, seriously, there's like a snake plant that goes from scene to scene. Oh, snake I plant. I swear okay. to God. And you're like, you're like, that's the same one in the same the pot. Same they're just one. moving it from it's the room same to room. One. It's in, it's in Dexter's girlfriend's like, house. The prop department's it's like, we got office. one. We got one. Use move it. it back and forth, guys. Move it back and forth. I whip my plant back and forth. Anyway, um, 
So, uh, <laughs> God, that was so stupid. That's I hate myself for it. Step. Okay, oh, no, no, like the next note I have literally is uh, talking about Amir's story of his parents' dinner when they're leaning against the Camaro after the first time they go and see his dad. So, yeah. so I'm sure you have some shit probably between now and yeah. that because we're getting into the third act, whatever, what, the stuff I want to talk about. Um, I, I, the next thing that I have is when Amir talks about his mom who has killed herself, which I think is the same moment that you're talking uh, about. Actually, no, that, that scene is happening whenever he attempts to cook breakfast mm. for Rob. Uh, and, uh, and he, Mom's he, he he's making toast yeah, and because, deconstructed scallops. Yeah, can I, yeah. Okay. So pig is broken into three. I, yeah. I, I caught three chapter three chapters, title yes. cards, I think. Um, and the first one is rustic mushroom tart. Chapter two is mom's French toast and deconstructed scallops. And chapter three is a, a bird, bird, a bottle, a bottle, and, and a, a salted, salted baguette. baguette. So the three chapters are dishes or or, or prepared food items that are Don't relevant. They sound good. To, yeah, they, I know, Actually, right? the deconstructed Again, I'm really scallops, freaking hungry. Here's the thing: deconstructed scallops sounds like pureed scallops, and I'm not quite interested. I love scallops. And here's the thing: I, I, his character, and again, the mythos that's set up with him. I'm, I, I trust it. I'm down. I'm, I'm in. But, but I love that the chat, the, the, the film is broken into three acts or three chapters that are, uh, you know, culinary based, and they're, they're dishes and food items. Like I, I, I like that. Ten, but anyway, ten. so, so while we are here, like, uh, the, uh, we're in the, the mom's French toast story because he, or chapter because uh, uh, Amir cooks breakfast for rob mm-hmm. and it, the, that whole that scene you're talking about that's where they're sitting at the counter talking about um uh, he eats uh he tells him uh, rob tells uh sorry rob tells amir at the end that you're supposed to use stale toast yeah for for uh french so, toast. Amir- but but no okay actually no i take it back i said you were wrong you are right because that is the scene where amir yeah i was wrong the scene where they're leaning the camaro is later after they visited the dad the scene where he amir is recounting this perfect meal that his parents had it is in that scene my bad i apologize yeah you were right i was and, wrong and so that's they're sitting at amir's kitchen mm-hmm. or kitchen counter having breakfast and amir is talking about this meal that his parents had a long time ago and how they weren't really like he doesn't remember a lot of moments i think of like when they were happy i kind of yeah. gathered but he remembers this one time that they came home from this restaurant and they were very drunk but they were talking about uh, the meal that they had and how perfect it was. And it happened to be, I think, at the restaurant that Rob... Because we've learned at this point that Rob... His name is Robin Feld. And he is this... Leg- right? Is that yeah, the name? He's yeah. this legendary, mythical, like famous chef that dropped off Mega the grid 15 years ago. And he made this meal that uh, Amir remembers his parents having at this restaurant. He's like, yeah, you you made that. And you... They they talked about that for for months. Basically, he's saying like that's the last time I really remember my parents being happy. Yeah. Because my mom was never really happy, and they 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 had this meal. They talked about the food. They talked about the wine. They were drunk. And it just just how perfect of a night it was. And like he has this fond memory remembering his parents in this 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 perfect moment where they had a they had a perfect night. Yeah. And then he's like, well, what happened to your mom? And he talks about how she killed herself because she he says she was never really and i feel like the 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 line that wasn't written was that she was never really happy and then he's like you know people people like that it's gonna happen yeah when you're like that it's just gonna happen it's like a matter of time well so he said his mom killed himself but he remembers that and so so yeah this thing is about loss and grief 
it's about depression and Damn. mental health. But that line, when you're like it that, stings. it's I, I gonna happen. To that so much. Well, because more than I wish I did. God damn it. You know what? I'm going to relate it back to Inside. Like, you know, the first time I watched Inside when I was like, somebody Get needs to make sure somebody needs to make sure Bo Burnham's OK, because I felt in that moment, like, especially like he's joking about like wielding a knife and shit and like killing yourself. And, and, and like, yeah, haha, yeah, wh- funny. Wh- but which also he's done like, in most of his yeah, specials. It's like, like a recurring thing. Hey, buddy, are you It's okay? a coping mechanism, I believe. Yeah, I, I'm sure. But like. That's something that, not that I've thought, I've not thought like, oh, this person is like this and they're just going to kill themselves. But like, I have had the worry about people that I love. Like, I need to I've know. I've had that about people I love. I've, I've, I I've need had to know that, that they're okay because I know that they are they can get into this headspace. I'm not trying to get heavy and I'm not trying to get light, but I'll, I'll be honest. I, I've had that worry about people that I care about and that I love. I've had that worry about myself at times. Yeah, I've had that worry it's, about it's, myself uh, too. It can get it's, there. It's a thing that. Sometimes everyone gets sad. <laughs> Guess what? We're fine. Everything's fine. But uh, but no, like but but you, you're right that 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 hits that stings. Uh, it's uncomfortably relatable. Yes. It just makes you sad, and then like when he visits his mom later, the way he she talks about, has which, attempted oh. suicide, but she's on life support. Oh yeah, yeah. Because because uh, okay, so Amir later we learned he goes to. Again, like, why are you listening to this if you haven't seen the movie? It's yeah, so like, Amir that. goes to um, a hospital, some care, I guess, a, a assisted living, something, and he maybe le- like is, a long term. Yeah, he's care leaning against facility. the door. Yeah, not hospice, but he's like leaning against the door, and he's talking to his mom. Uh, he's like, I found the guy that made the meal that that you had, and he's like, I wish that that line, I wish Dad would let you die, and yeah. then you realize. His mother didn't kill herself. She tried to kill herself, but it, for all this time, which, okay, think about this. Put this in context. The, the stuff that is not being spelled out for us, but we can put these context clues together. Nicholas Cage has been gone for 15 years from, like, he's been out in the woods since yeah. his wife died. He has, and he's talking about a time, Amir's talking about a time that he, Rob, Nicholas Cage's character, was a chef mm-hmm. that cooked this perfect meal for his parents. So... His dad has kept his mom on life support. Basically, let's be honest, dead and only kept alive by a machine for at least 15 years. We don't know that though. It wasn't it I wasn't we, Oh, I no, don't you're, think no 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 right. We we don't yeah. know when she attended. We we yeah, know the last yeah. time that he cooked. But but okay, okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's, not recently it for a while. while. Yeah, cuz So, but to, w- w- to which wish- to wish your parent dead, yeah. like just being on life support. No, but, but no, to be, but, but, but not, for the freedom. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not like, okay, okay, you're right. It hasn't been 15 years, but let, let's be honest. It probably hasn't been recently. It's been a while. So yeah. this idea of this, uh, his dad, who we haven't talked about, Amir's dad is sort of set up as like this, this big villain, this like big restaurant bat, this tycoon, big bat, this, this restaurant tycoon titan of industry that is just like feared and not to be fucked with and you know he even Nicolas Cage goes to visit him and he, and uh he says like you know like I respect you uh you have your place but um uh he's, he's just like all these people that you've encountered they all work for me he's sort of like like a, like a kingpin kind of a bad guy and for him to have kept his wife on life support for this time like this factors into the whole like crux or like core thesis of this film being about grief and loss and, and this, not being th- able to let yeah, go not being able to let go and the, and like you know not willing to accept 
and like you know the the I can overcome I can build you know like nobody can defeat that and, and it's loving someone that that just you know due to it's due to like mental health like at the disco. it's so it's like I don't even know how to how to really articulate what I'm trying to say because it's just so sad you're right it is sad oh well and like we're not here to say like euthanasia we're not having a debate no we're, on that. we're not getting into like that no discussion. no no we're not what and and the fact I I think. It's not so much the fact that she wanted to kill herself, but we can assume that she's had this long period of time that she has been on life support after having attempted suicide. Yeah. And there comes a point in that stretch, like if you are being kept alive by machines, like, and it is the decision of your next of kin, whether or not to allow these machines to keep breathing for you and doing your bodily functions right that's the that's a hard decision that's a that's a difficult decision and we're not here to say the the dad amir's dad is wrong right for for leaving his wife on life support because maybe you know stranger things have happened etc that you know after some time somebody can come back from that but um there's also like this just it's an inability to let go you're right and, and, and that's and what that, is alluded which, to. which 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 creates a lack of closure for sure yes. um uh but okay so that was the whole thing is because the a mere story of his parents perfect dinner like super super factors in but uh the, the next thing that i had was uh or written down was uh rob's story like i said about the earthquake and the wave talking about uh how like you know basically talking about the apocalypse and you know, <laughs> you know the, the, what I have every 200 there. years that there is this earthquake that on the coast that is just gonna and we're due for one and then the people that survive will look up five minutes later and see this wave 10 stories high that will just affect all of us and we're gone basically it's it's, it's kind of like very nihilistic to me he's He's got nothing left to lose. His wife is gone. His pig's gone. He's sort of like accepting fate. Yeah. Um. I do you know what I have written there? I want to know. There it is again. again that funny, funny feeling. Because it's sing. like you can anyway. Um, uh, you can sing. You, you lies. Can hold the uh, but no. No, it you're is right. You're right. You're right. It's one of those things. Like if you go around thinking every day, like oh, if I'm like out driving, I could get rammed by another car and die by hitting a light pole and it impales me yeah. or something like you can't live your whole life like that no you're 100 so, right but then like also being aware of the dangers of life or like the inevitable uh it can light a fire under your ass right no 100 percent. it i'm really actually kind of confused about my my uh not trying to breeze by that but i'm confused by my next note because i i think in our discussion i've sort of like reordered the scenes because the thing i have happening after that is I made a note about the scene with Derek, the chef, when he says, and I've already talked about this, none of this is real. They don't care about you. They don't know you because you haven't shown them. You're not real. We don't get a lot of things to really care about. For some reason, I thought that scene happened before what we were just talking about, but I guess if I'm doing my notes in order, that happened after. I think it happened after, yeah. So this this whole like journey, this this protagonist journey, it's weird because it kind of like, bleeds into one another for me well, when i think about it what what really ha- oh, yawn break <laughs> da, 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 da. what happened in our minds is that we went from amir talking about his mom committing suicide um 
to the moment where he's talking to her at the assisted care facility you're right yeah. so we jumped time in our discussion so we this did. is the in but, order but but yeah. isn't it interesting how like I, I, in a weird way I, I'm, I'm probably like trying to force a thought here but thinking about the order of scenes here and we're talking about that this is a film about grief and loss think about how grief and loss manipulate time through memory yeah. like like where, where you, you try to remember how long something took like are these stretches of time that feel longer or shorter than maybe they actually were or the order of events it, it has a weird way of sort of like just erasing some things on the chalkboard I, and letting like, it bleed together having a flashback to english class in really? my sophomore year at oh. memorial high school okay remembering we Tell read me all about it we read a rose for emily by faulkner william faulkner i believe that's okay. correct and he could you look that up to make sure that i'm not talking out of up my ass yeah but what do you want what do you he, want me to look up? uh make sure a rose for emily is by william faulkner falk f-a-u-l-k and no no yeah no it came up okay. uh, yeah it is william faulkner it's, and one of his, um, it's a Southern Gothic. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his signifying um, char- characteristics characteristics is like a stream of consciousness way of writing. So it can be a little bit meandering. It can be a little bit like, where are we? What time are we in? You mean like our conversations on this podcast? <laughs> yes, exactly. So, and this particular story does deal with grief. And um, holding oh. on to something too long. Well, have I, you ever read that no, short but, story? But, but now I fucking need now to. you have to because it's called the Rose for Emily. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Any, so anything that, with Emily. It's it's like no, it's like when I, like, I found your favorite band, My Chemical Romance, had that B side song called Emily, and I was like, well, we should listen to this. It's oh your my name. Gosh. I love it. I anyway, you but beautiful, crazy, fucking emo <laughs> girl. I love you. Anyway, I I just that hit me like a ton of bricks. Is like grief does operate like that. Grief operates in it's like there is no space and time for it it's no. all the grief time. is illogical it augments it, it it corrodes it uh rebuilds well it deals with all your as senses it, as it wants it deals with all your senses so yeah. it's yeah it's multifaceted and, and 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 intensely personal and unique from person to person um absolutely so the um which we everybody knows something about that uh so the next uh like literally like the last two notes i had other than i wrote down the five moments that specifically made me cry the last two notes i had aside from this was i thought this was an interesting mm, stop rewind play i thought this was a very interesting um deconstruction or portrayal of uh food versus life mm-hmm. and the idea of like you know we need food to live but the idea of like food like the the pursuit of the craft of food being someone's life and uh you know, like the, the idea of like following, I'm, I'm getting a little like, I'll admit I'm getting really fucking pretentious here. But the idea of like, you know, like that the last bit of love he had clinging, clinging on to was uh, an animal that we we use as food. Like, you know, uh, uh, Alan Arkin's character, Adam Arkin, sorry, his character uh, like literally threatens, if you come again, I will chop that pig up into bacon. And, you know, the, the idea, it's like that's something that would give sustenance. And uh, I also... Uh, I want to talk about, because I do want to list the five moments that made me cry, because th- there's little notes I want to talk about with you, but also I want to hear about the rest of your notes, even though you're on your last page. Uh, the last note that I had was that right before the final shot where he sits down on the bed and plays the fucking tape, Jesus, um, where it does that pan uh, or, or that, that, that dolly across his cupboard as he's walking back into his cabin, returning home, walking home, 
not taking the ride from a mirror. And it shows his, it shows all his tools. No, it shows all his tools, but it shows everything in a jar. And I had this thought of things that you can preser- preserve versus things that you can't. Yeah. You 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 can you can preserve items that you're gonna eat. Pickles. Like like he had all these things in a jar, but it's like what he couldn't do was you can't save a person, you can't preserve them. You can't, you can't preser- save a pet. You yeah, can't a, a, save like an a, animal. A pet, and like this, that, and for some reason, that shot of like lingering on all these things that are hanging that aren't going to go bad that he can keep until he's until he's ready for them, versus the things that he can't that he's lost. It's it's mm. it's a simple damn shot, but but it it just it hit my heart so yeah. hard when I realized mm. that juxtaposition, and I think that that is something that really only works with him being a chef and living off the land, and yeah. like. He can he can keep he can keep these things that will stay good and almost not not forever but for a long time in 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 a in a in a certain limited state of perpetuity but yeah that that's all he's left with he can't, he can't say I I I don't I I I've only watched this movie twice like I feel like this is something that like I I've, I I found more. Uh, more sust- substance and I found more worth and like I, I had a bigger em- emotional reaction on my second viewing. This is only the second time I've seen the film as opposed to the first. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is one that I'm going to, this is one that will, I will find reward on repeat viewings. Yeah, the time. for sure. I, Me too. This is, this is right now like arguably my favorite film of the year. Yeah. I'm given like, like I'm not, we're not here to review or rate, but like for me, this is a five out of five star film. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 fucking love this movie well, i love this film and, and i think it's i feel i feel like it's one because i i liked it better on this viewing i feel like it's one that's only going to get better over time for, yeah. me, for me personally yeah but i keep uncovering like an onion these mm. other layers that i can kind of peel back well, and discover um, like did, did you get that at all yeah in a way it feels timeless and i think that a, a good film can feel timeless right like this could have been told 20 years ago yeah um And it would still be relevant today. One of the things that I wrote down near the end was um, picking a flower versus letting it grow. Okay, okay. So, so So, you you just like wow. (laughs) I I mentioned to you my chemical romance. You just like. (laughs) I did. I go very emo on you. Did you did you feel my emo from over here? Uh, a little bit. So no, but. It, it's that idea like this uh, Amir's father is the one who ends up he is the one behind the kidnapping and ultimately the death of Rob's truffle pig um, who he it, it wasn't just his she wasn't just his truffle pig he loved yeah. her he was like a pet like a child to him um, and there's this idea he he seems like this tycoon of restaurants this he has this empire he's the one that you buy truffles from etc but the way he went about taking this pig from taking this truffle pig something that Nicolas Cage truly loved and took care of and like trained and grew probably from a young age and they just took it they have a like a true companion it became a liability because it was handled too poorly whenever it was removed from the environment from where it grew because that yeah which i'm gonna i'm gonna list my five but that whole scene where where adam arkin was it like you know those meth head tweakers like uh they handled her too roughly and she died yeah because they just were rough with her yeah you're right it's like what was the purpose of it then 
Which would I don't have the answer to that because because it feels so futile and pointless. But yeah. also, it, it I, led somebody okay. on a journey, and and so, we don't get the rest of that story. So I I had to look this up because I, I've had scotch and I'm gonna just totally mess up the lyrics if I try to quote them from memory. But um, when you were talking about like a like uh leaving a fl- pulling a flower, what were you saying like? Um, pulling a flower versus leaving it. Picking a flower or letting it grow. It it reminded me of like my favorite Rise Against song, The Good Left Undone. Nice. Which I don't know if you know them too well. Uh, Uh, I know some. They would would speak very hard to Emo Emily. Um, But uh, (laughs) uh, the the two verses that I'm talking about is uh, the the opening one is, in fields where nothing grew but weeds, I found a flower at my feet, bending there in my direction. I wrapped a hand around its stem. I pulled until the roots gave in, finding now what I've been missing. And then there's the chorus. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, like, the chorus is important, but I'm talking about specifically the verses. Uh, Inside my hands, these petals browned, dried up, falling to the ground, but it was already too late now. I pushed my fingers through the earth, returned this flower to the dirt so it could live. I walk away now. And like, so and, 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 emo! No, no, like, and there, 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 there's, there's, like, one of the most perfect choruses that I've ever heard in between those, but, mm-hmm. but, but, um, but, like, I remember the first time I heard that song, like, I, like, that hit me like a ton of bricks. I I love the shit out of the song. And what you were talking about kind of like made me think of that. So well, yeah, um, it, it's just like it. She was so important to Nicolas Cage, and for well, for mm, Amir's father, mm-hmm. she was a uh, another cog in the wheel. Yeah, yeah, and no, exactly. A, a business of capitalism, perhaps. Yes. Um, so, so this brings me, mm. a, a, and I, I want, I feel, I want to, I want to re like finalize your thoughts here, but, um, this brings me to my, We're at the end of my list too, my five, my five, I cried like a child with a skin knee moments mm, in this tell film. Us. Wait, um, one thing I want to bring up like briefly that we haven't touched on. No, completely. but no, it ties into story, but yes, go ahead. Um, there is this big, um, presence of classical music in yes. the film and with like you had like dance macabre and you have uh uh you, mozart's you, you, requiem. requiem yes um and i i i feel like we don't have enough time to really delve into this i would really nor do i have we, the classical music knowledge to dive into this you know so this, would be, this, this would be a conversation for our friend melanie yes i was gonna say we who i watched have... this movie with for the first time while you yes. were out of town. So like yes. my first viewing was with her. So hi Melanie. Hi, also Melanie, yes, we love please. You. So what we should do Please talk to Emily about this because you guys have discussion. We should um we should have a side conversation with her and record it and put it out as like a one-off episode about uh, like yeah, the I'm significance down. I would love of the music that's chosen. I would I would love to do sort of like a follow-up addendum with like you two talking oh, about yeah. this or because the three of us. I want to look at the the score, the soundtrack, and see what all is out there because there were some things that I recognized. Those, those classical right? music cues, I don't, they, they, I don't feel well, like they were randomly I, chosen. I feel, no, I've chosen. Exactly. I feel like they were very specifically. Yes, curated. especially the requiem was chosen right before um, he made that meal for Amir's father, yeah. um, and then we find out that the pig died. Hmm. Okay. So, so a requiem is a funeral, so, a funeral mass. Yeah, which is making re- me reframe. I knew that, but they're like, now I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I went into psychoanalyzing like another one we did, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, okay, so, um, so, so my five moments that made me, I need a hug, cry. Um, 
the scene with Derek at the restaurant when I, I've I've mentioned it like three or four fucking times at this point when You're, the Eurydice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the whole bit where he's like, none of this is real. You don't matter. We 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 get so uh the whole um. We don't get a lot of things to really care about. Oh, mm-hmm. so Nicholas Cage's performance. Okay, I'm sorry. He's so good in this. I, I, I want. I would challenge anyone that says Nicholas that thinks Nicholas Cage is a joke, or that laughs at him and thinks all he does is just like these batshit. Oh, I, he's got tax issues, and I want to take a paycheck. Thing like whatever. Whatever your excuse for thinking is, like why is he doing this shitty movie? Because the movie he did before this again was Willy's Wonderland. Like, and the movie he's <laughs> doing after this is Prisoners of the Ghost Land, which I'm so fucking hyped about. But we're gonna talk about that. Is on that the John one Reviews. that he said is the weirdest movie? Yeah, he's yeah. Ever he done. says that the craziest movie he's ever made yes with one of my favorite directors Sion Sono so anyway um, so you have uh, like he did like I would challenge anyone that thinks oh Nicolas Cage isn't a good actor like watch this and then look me in the eye and I dare you to say the same thing to me like he is so he he isn't good enough to be nominated for an Oscar in this he is good enough to win in my opinion it's such a subtle restrained brilliantly complex yet nuanced performance that I, I I that the likes of which I haven't seen in a minute it's from him or from anybody anybody no 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 like and I'm not like uh, yeah you got the up. no no hold, hold up, up. when wait, you have like a Daniel Day Lewis or a Leonardo DiCaprio or somebody like the bigger than life this this is this this is the quiet restraint hold up come at me Chadwick Boseman Ma Rainey's, Ma Rainey's Black, Black, Black Bottom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But also, no, no, no. Brilliant performance. But I would argue you had those big moments where he's like, it was explosive and larger than life and the frame couldn't contain the energy that he had. This is so subtle. Like, watch his eyes. Yep. There's moments where he doesn't blink and he doesn't do anything. But if you just look like at like- Like Willem Dafoe yeah, if you, and Lighthouse. Exactly. If you look at the subtleties of what he's doing with his eyes in certain scenes, he- uh, Okay, I'm not saying I'm not going to compare to Chadwick, and I mentioned Daniel Day-Lewis or like a, a, a Leonardo DiCaprio. But if you're talking about just pure restraint and complexity that is happening, be through smoky glass. Mm-hmm. Look at this shit again. Yeah. Yep. It's 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 it, ma- and it, it honestly is fucking masterclass. It's hard to do. No, it it is. It's so, so hard to do. And that. it's like any he's like in between like batshit movies. He's like, by the way, I got everything that you need. Like he he is. Uh, 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 he's versatile. A force to be reckoned with. He is. He is a maelstrom of talent. I love him. I worship the ground <laughs> he's he walks on. This is that shit. Give him everything. Anyway, here is my five <laughs> moments that fucking made me cry. No, you um, already did number one. With okay, number so, two. so the restaurant scene. Okay, yeah. So number two, um, the scene where they're leaning against the Camaro after he goes yeah. and talks to uh, Amir's dad for the first time. Uh, Rob goes and and he's like, I didn't need her. To find the truffles he's like well he's like the trees the trees tell you where to find the truffles well then why the hell we're we doing this and he just like that long pregnant deep uncomfortable pause and he just says i love her i love her i'm tearing up now and i need a minute uh it's just sad because it's um, so genuine that and honest. Love, that love is discounted a lot it, like it, especially it in, is in but, the but media. it's it's so simple but, like, but it's the connection. I'm, I'm like gonna cry now. I know. Seriously. Can, uh, well, and you, you have, uh, dear listener, you have heard. We have Ugh. cats, and they, they do become a part of you. They become a part of your soul, like your everyday. Like they become an extension of yourself, and and sometimes it's discounted, especially in comedies. But like we feel that so deeply. So, um, 
we might need to move past this um, so that we don't kind of sit in that moment um, no, too but, long. No, but like, like it, it's affecting and I relate to it. Yeah. And just, yeah. just the, his delivery on that. It's yeah. so pure and honest and genuine. Um, yes, yeah, here we go. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Jake I'm an emo- is fine. I'm an emotional shit, whatever. Uh, so, uh, You're not a shit. Number three. I love you so much. Um, the scene where they... Uh, Nicholas Cage, he, he tells him in that scene, he he, he tells Amir, uh, I need you to go and get these ingredients. And then what he does is he he recreates and makes the dinner that Amir's dad and his mom had that they talked about when they were they're like it was a perfect meal and they were the the yeah. wine that they had where they just they they the which let's 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 frame this. The last happy moment that his parents had, the last happy memory that Amir has of his mom, the last happy the last moment of she was happy that his dad has of his wife yeah. who is literally hooked up to fucking robotic life support machine yeah. life support yes so um he uh, that that whole scene where they cook dinner yeah like they make dinner for him and he tastes he ta- he tastes the w- w- whatever bird that was that he made it's for him pigeon pigeon pheasant pigeon pheasant. i don't know cornish pigeon. game hen i don't know it was pigeon why would you make pigeon why would you make would you why would you make a new york rat a New York flying rat. That wasn't pigeon. It was. It was pigeon. I feel like it was Cornish look game hen. Look it up. Okay. Look I'll it look up. it up. Okay. Cooked a bird. A bird. Brr. I want bird. Brr. I want my bird. Sorry. I, I, I went bird. to. I went to like Brr. the worst Marvel movie and mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke's like like Iron Man two. I want. I I want bird. Anyway. Want bird. <laughs> Sorry. That movie sucks. Anyway. Uh. So um. He uh. Like okay. So he makes that dinner. He makes that dinner and then the. The reaction on Adam Arkin's face, like when he, when, when he, he realizes tastes the meal, yeah, and he tastes the wine, and goes in the other room and starts crying, and three and four connect to each other, where um, he he goes into he goes into the room, <laughs> he he follows Adam Arkin into his room, and Adam Arkin screams like, "Go get out of my house!" and he and Nicholas Cage Rob says, "I remember every meal I ever cooked." Yeah. I remember every person I ever served. So he remembers that meal. Yeah. And he recreated it with no prompting or note or anything. And then he finds out at, that that's the breaking point that Adam Arkin says, like, those junky pieces of shit, they handled her wrong. And he says, I'm so sorry. The, 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 this person that we've been built up as, like, the big bad. Kind of reminds me a little bit of, like, the big bad in the in Drive, the way that they build him up. And, like, yeah. he, like the, this dude breaks down to the point, like, I'm sorry. He's 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 connected on an emotional level. He's won him over. It's like this this beautiful, elegant, disturbing chess match. And he, he, he says, uh, I'm sorry, she died. And then no sound. And the camera almost, Cage drops out of frame, and the camera tries to catch up with him. It's 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 like the one of the most raw emotional moments I've seen in a film in in a hot damn minute. Yeah. Just just him crying over this loss of the last thing alive that he loves, the last per the last being alive that he loves, and he. But the thing is, he had to know that closure, and then it goes to um, he leaves, but then uh, him and Amir, Rob and Amir, they 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 go and they stop at this diner as they're driving back to where Rob lives, and they order brownies and coffee and cage says uh something to the effect of if i hadn't gone looking for her she'd still be alive and amir says but she but she's not she wouldn't be and that so that's number four that made me cry uh and then then the fifth one is 
when he goes back home and we've got a glimpse of it in the opening that there's that tape that says for Robin. Yeah. And then he finally plays it and it's the last thing from his wife remembering um remember the, this song she's like it's your birthday and you're gonna complain about the food and you're gonna bitch about the restaurant but and i'm gonna have to be really drunk to put up with it but it's your birthday and i love you anyway and the song and makes the me song, think of you yeah and then it's her singing this song and and, and beautifully so yeah and it's 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 that oh i'm on fire song or whatever mm-hmm. uh, and and uh she's like singing it as he looks at the empty bed where the pig used to sleep mm-hmm. and then just looks up and my heart shatters into a thousand I fucking know. pieces and so like like the fact that I'm lucky if a movie can make me cry. I'm pretty. I'm pretty emotionally sensitive. I'll mm. I'll admit that. Dis- despite my love of horror and fucked up stuff, like I'm I'm kind of a soft boy. So, but but oh, there, there's there's boy. there's like ah. like 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 movies that wreck me. Unless it's like a Blue Valentine or a Marriage Story, or I'm gonna be cheesy, a Marley and Me, or something yeah, where it's just like yeah, it's yeah. like it's like going for the it easy gets hits. You. But like you know like the, either the real ones or Gladiator makes me cry, Braveheart makes me cry. There's always like the one scene. There's the thing. But a movie. If a movie makes me cry like once Multiple or twice, times. that's pretty. That's that, that that's normal. Once or twice, if it's good. Marriage Story and Blue Valentine, I just ball open opening title to ending credits the whole time. That's yep. different. But um, for a movie to at five individual moments make me cry equally at five specific like individual in moments, yeah. that is intense, powerful. Yes. This film is excellent it's a it's it's a masterpiece i fucking love it but 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 yeah okay so that's that's where i am and this story just oh i love it i love it i love it too and i want i want to watch it again and i hope that we will well this is the second time i've rented it i've already (laughs) pre-ordered the blu-ray so it can happen anytime maybe um instead of renting it again maybe we'll just wait and we'll watch the blu-ray yeah i i i i I uh, yeah, you know, like I was like, ah, yeah, I'm fine supporting this movie. I, I need it in my life. Put it directly into my veins. Um, so I I'm, hook me up. I am. I'm glad. Do you have any other moments or thoughts you want to talk about? I unfortunately I did I was not trying to help cry during up, this. Sorry. But again, I have to um, comment that I was wearing my <laughs> <laughs> my paintball gear and I am bruised, but I did not cry. Okay. But I, I I'll say one thing. I watched this the first time with our friend Melanie. Yeah. Um who I, I Melanie, hi if you're listening, I love you, but like I love didn't you, I didn't I didn't know you well enough to to free cry in front of you. <laughs> so I sort of tried to like I guess put on the paintball gear. This second time hit me a lot harder. Um I I, imagine I, I feel like that this is something that, that like you unlock additional rewards with multiple viewings in my opinion. I'm gonna get peeled like an onion. Woo woo. What? But uh no, what? I would love to watch this with you again. Um, yeah, I want to watch it again. I can't wait to talk about it with Genre Geeks. Yay! Yay. Okay, so um, and and this will be out because we're recording this the night before that we're jumping on to talk this talk about this with uh on Genre Geeks episode. Um, so that'll be sort of like a a big group discussion. Have no idea where those dudes are going to land on it, but uh, it'll be a fun yeah. discussion. I'm gonna I'm gonna like die on the hill defending this if I'm the well, you and I are the. I lone. don't think that. But, that's uh, gonna be the case. I know. I, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll fight Darren. <laughs> well, I don't know because it's not an action movie, so I have no idea where it's gonna land. But anyway, it's point true. point being, um, we loved it. We lo- we loved it. 
Uh, we're excited to talk about it. Uh, we'll link below, but uh, this this probably will be coming out at the same time or right around the uh, the episode that we are featured on uh, with Genre Geeks talking about this film. So you get a double feature. Lucky you. Double and, feature. Uh, yeah, make make Podcast sure make sure to check dudes. that out. Yeah. But and, uh, um, thanks for listening. Yeah. No. Uh, so it's a you. little more twisty, turny than. Yeah, uh, this, normal. I think it, this conversation went uh, went directions I didn't quite expect, it, and honestly, the, it was a little longer than I figured. We would not talk this long about it. Yeah, but uh, but um, and and this is our first time doing something that's very modern and, yeah, and recent. Yeah. Like, I mean, normally, even if I'm showing you something that I like, it's usually like at least five or ten years old. This is like this year, so yeah. uh, the closest thing to a new release we have. Yeah, it's um, and it was just kind of a fluke. We didn't have this plan where it's like, okay, Jake's gonna watch it first, and then Emily's gonna watch no. it so we can podcast. It just, it just, it just happened that way. Happened, and I like it. Usually, usually, if we're watching a new movie, we watch together. Yeah, this is true. But uh, yeah. she happened to be out of town, and I rented it, and I was like, oh, well, this works. Oh, hey, we'll talk about it on another podcast too, in addition to ours. But yeah, uh, yeah no, this, I, I'm. I really love um, talking about this Jake, with you. I'm glad that I you really enjoyed it. I really love talking about it with it. you too, but I'm turning into a pumpkin. Okay. So it's I, late. It's like, I, it, it is It is like a quarter to 1 a.m. Oh, shit. Yeah, we talked a while about this oh, thing. Oh, no. Um, so, I uh, gotta go to bed. I know. Okay, so we're gonna let Emily go get some sleep. Um, Good night, Thank friends. you guys for listening and make sure to listen to the Thanks. Genre Geeks episode that we are on talking about yes. this, this, this film, Pig More. And, this uh, more pig film? More pig film. And thank you for film listening and, uh, you know, uh, we love you guys do all you're the great stuff that you're supposed to and stuff you got any last uh last words for our, our listeners in um this movie is not like fat pig at all <laughs> the nail the blue the blue and the she play. she brought it back home good night everyone thanks guys for good listening night, San Diego. see you on the next episode good bye night, portland well, thanks for listening to us rant about movie stuffs. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe and all that fun stuff. And find us on social media at Feels Like the First Time Podcast. And, you know, tell your friends and family about how awesome you think we are. And if you do like what you hear, feel free to buy us a drink. You can find tips slash donate options in the links as well. And as always, I'm Emily. And I'm Jake. And, and we'll, we'll catch you all on the next episode. episode. Where we continue to catch Emily up one movie at a time. Give me a break. I literally just crossed another one off the list. You know... You haven't seen every movie either. I never said I did. Okay, that's not the point. The point is... Bye!